It's the Bob and Tom Show. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. <laughs> B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. <laughs> A couple of frat guys from Abilene drove out all night to see Robert Earl Keen at the K-Pig Swine and Soiree dance. They wore baseball caps and khaki pants. They wanted cigarettes, so to save a little money, they got one from this hippie that smelled kind of funny. And the next thing they knew, they were both really hungry and pretty thirsty, too. <laughs> B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key. And a sober driver, B double E double R U N beer run. Found a store with the sign said their beer was coldest, so they sent in Brad, cause he looked the oldest. He got a case of beer and a candy bar. Walked over to where all them registers are, laid his fake ID on the countertop. The clerk looked, he turned, he looked back up, he stopped, he said, Son, I'm not gonna call the cops, but I'm gonna have to keep this card. The guys both took it pretty hard. <laughs> B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. Oh, how happy we would be had we only brought a better fake ID on this B double E double R U N beer run. They found this other old hippie named Sleepy John. He claimed to be the one from the Robert Earl Keene song, so they gave him all their cash. He bought him some brew. It was a beautiful day out in Santa Cruz. They were feeling so good, it should have been a crime. The crowd was cool and the band was prime. They made it back up front to their seats just in time so they could sing with all their friends. They say the road goes on forever and the party never ends. <laughs> B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. We are live. Thank you, Ace. Jeez, it's unbelievable. By the way, I was treated yesterday after I did it. I thought I wouldn't ever. You, you don't want to take a second try? Hey, it's the Bob and Tom Show. How the hey. hell are you? Good. So I'm not even going to try to time it with the singers. We're the Bob and Tom Show. Oh, yes, we are. We're the Bob and Tom Show. Wow. It. timed it perfectly, I think. <laughs> I that was nice. I'll take it. It's uh, Friday, uh, what is it, July 18th? It's June 12th. It's June 12th. Here. 2020, I got, you got the year down. It's easy to remember because it's the same thing twice. Yeah. Got that going for it. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. It is the 12th of June, 2020. It's Friday, so we began with our, on occasion, uh, traditional... Beer run? Uh, I love that song. Todd Snyder recorded right here in the Bob and Tom Studios. And I uh, always recommend Todd if you ever get a chance to see him. He's great. Uh, and uh, let's see, where are we? Uh, we're right here. Who's here with us? Well, I look around the room. Uh, he is uh, Ace Cosby wearing a, a very dark shirt. I can't see what it says. Black. Says nothing. How about the cap? The cap is also black. An NBA hat. Oh, an NBA cap. It's black on black. Okay. NBA season returns soon. Okay, good. Yeah. It's about time. I'm very excited about that. We have uh, Ace Cosby. Of course, he's not just sitting in any chair. No, that's the OmahaStakes.com, the only gift you'll ever want to have for Father's Day chair 
from Ace with the joke. <laughs> we got to could someone, could someone edit some, could someone edit some of this stuff? Have you already had about 10 cups of coffee? You know, I had a real tough time sleeping last night. So oh, boy. I um, have actually uh, already taken a break. That's how long I've been here. Took a little nap this morning in the Took building. Took a nap here? Yeah, here? I was really tired. But uh, I've, I've got my iced tea, my two different kinds of coffee. Ready to go. All right. Anybody else here? Oh, yes. I look around the room. Chick's not here. He's sitting in for Chick is Willie Griswold, comedian uh, from Chicago. Happens to be my son. Morning. There may be some unfortunate stories about me coming out today. Oh, good. Uh, we're, speaking of... Uh, Did you have uh, a bad day yesterday? Willie was an No, I had a great, great day yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, and a great night, too. Took the girls swimming? Uh, the girls went swimming. We did uh, uh, delicious ribs. Oh, and very Chicken nice. barbecue last That's night. Awesome. Ribs. Yeah. Oh, it's the season. If you're yeah. not doing, if you're not doing steak and ribs and chicken, you know, what's what's wrong with you? Yeah. Maybe vegetarian. Well, then, thank you. That means more meat for me. Uh, where were we? Uh, <laughs> did you get a lot of sleep just yet? <laughs> <laughs> Having fights with people that don't even exist. <laughs> Eat vegetables. <laughs> hey, we're having a vegeta- vegetarian barbecue. Oh, really? That sounds great. <laughs> um, let's see. Now, there's Josh. I can Hi. see him. Yesterday, we attacked the colors of the uh, orangeinsouls.com sidekick chair. Uh, I guess it's just because the orange in that is just glowing. That's yeah, it's, that's it's, it's bright, yeah. But it's it's a gaming chair. It's a heck of a chair. And I say, you know, with those Omaha steaks, go ahead and throw in some orange insoles for old dad, too. He would appreciate that. Oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah. You don't grill those. No. No, you certainly don't. Just to clarify. <laughs> don't want to get that letter. Filet well, of insole. <laughs> the steaks were great, but uh, the orange insole was a little chewy. Uh, Christy Lee is through the glass. In, Hi, everybody. In the Navy Federal Credit Union newsroom. And then uh, through the magic of uh, camera work and television, we have Pat Godwin. Hello. It's weird because the screen that he's on is where he normally sits. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. And so they have I think they've kind of adjusted it now so it's just exactly life-size. Yeah, sort of. There was a period of time where it was a little too big and it was somewhat disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, didn't look good. Kind of like threw you. Yeah. Giant Pat Godwin. Oh. Um, and uh, I can tell by your uh, shaking knees and arms that you also are caffeinated. Well, you gave up. me some. It's delicious. <laughs> so I gave you the good stuff. It's got oh. the drugs in it. <laughs> Woo! So that's the caffeinated stuff. Uh, but uh, thank you very much for joining us. We have a lot to get to today. Judd Apatow is scheduled to be our guest, the film director, the former comedian, writer. Right uh, on. King of Staten Island coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. the Pete Davidson movie coming out today on... Uh, Streaming. Um, yeah, Pete was on uh, CBS Sunday Morning last week. Was it last weekend or two weekends ago okay. talking about it? Yeah. Yeah, originally meant for a theatrical release, of course. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens to movies. If I think they were on the way to this anyway. Kind of, yeah. To, be, to being released on yeah. the various streaming things. There's so many of them, I can't even remember what's what. There's a new HBO. Right. Yeah. There's um, You can pick almost any word, and it's actually a streaming service. <laughs> hey, Pencil Number 2 Network. Okay. Oh, they have quite they have good, the good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the authority on all this is Chick. Yeah. He's, he, he subscribes he, to them all. He has everyone, and he knows what they are. And yesterday we were talking about something that's on Epix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. EPIX. And that's, yeah, that's a that, cable channel. Right. And that's the new Laurel Canyon documentary about Joni Mitchell and. Oh, we got a really nice, uh, really nice uh, letter, windbag letter, mm. uh, in an attempt to correct us on the show. Oh, but so Pat, he... Pat and I had worked on a, a parody song uh, about uh, Joni Mitchell and the great singer and songwriter mm-hmm. f- who is from Laurel Canyon. Right. At least that's where that's where her career kind of blossomed. Right. Sure. And the, it was a parody of the song "Both Sides Now." Right. Her first kind of big. The guy went, "Dear dumbass, that's a Judy Collins song." <laughs> well, it was written by Joni Mitchell. And <laughs> yeah. Covered by. Judy Collins. So, 
I'll dumbass you right back, sir. <laughs> you stuck it to him. <laughs> we love being corrected, especially when we're right. So if you want to correct us, it's Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. The Junior Windbag Society t-shirts are in, in the works. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, all the Bob and Tom stuff at the Bob and Tom store, we're selling it, and then we're giving all the money to Feeding America, a charity that is uh, trying to help uh, people who in this rather unusual situation a lot of folks are not getting the proper food etc cetera, etc cetera. so we're trying to help out and do, doing the little drop of the bucket there now uh once again willie griswold sitting in for the chickster chick should be back uh, next week not sure which day all we'll right f- we'll look forward to seeing him. he's doing fine and uh you want to give me the teaser, Christine? Anything interesting going on in the news? Oh, we have glory holes in the news today is that yeah not, you know, so, just just if i could interrupt the glory hole story is uh everywhere and it's a legit news story from the city of New York. Mm-hmm. In essence, the city of New York is suggesting that perhaps a glory hole is the way to go for safe sexual encounters. Why that's do we nice. just? That's wow. not a tease. <laughs> well, that's a tease. That's the whole story. You want people to go seek out glory holes? Well, it's a little more nuanced. It's like than a that. treasure map of all the <laughs> glory holes across the city. No way that's safe. That's, no, that's well, not exactly what they're talking okay. about. All right. There's a little more to yeah. it if you want to. Split hairs. Oh, well, I'd rather get too close split to the hairs than have my wiener split when I put it through some weird hole. You ever that urban legend about the uh, the glory hole where the lady has the hat pin? Yes, <laughs> that's a classic. Yep. That was actually told to me by the. That story was told to me by the dean of the college I went to. Was he trying to teach you a lesson? No, he even believed it. Hmm. She tells you something. Yeah. Yeah. The story, I can't really tell the story, but it involves, if you know what a glory hole's for, it was, a, it was an old lady on the toilet. And <laughs> That's what, right. What happens at a glory hole happened to her, and she grabbed and took her hat, a hat pin, stuck oh. it there, and called the cops. Oh, that story scared more men than fatal attraction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Just, uh, the, the hat pin thing is the part that really hurts. Because exactly? at first the guy's thinking, all oh, right, she's into this. Yeah. That's a good grip. What exactly is a hat pin? I'm figuring out through context. Oh, but... A giant, like a, imagine an eight-inch long oh, pin no. that would stick. What would you Ladies stick? Ladies would put. They stick would, a feather or something? Yeah, and they would use them in their hats. I they wish would. I didn't ask what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. I didn't know. I mean, imagine skewering a uh, big hunk of goose liver in a tube. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Did she go through it, or did she go in long ways? Uh. Well, long ways, it would have yeah. come right out. No, you got to come right out. Go in there like a headphone jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you got to go. You got to you go, go sideways like okay. a molly bolt. <laughs> now the guy's got a flute. Got well, now he can't pull yeah, it back yeah. out. Or you kind of stick and then go around and stick like you're knitting. <laughs> you get in the pattern. That's just that's just torture. Now you're playing with it. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Okay. All right, now, I want to say hello to the four people that understand what we're talking about. Um, also. Uh, Coming up, we have um, 85 miles an hour in a Jeep. Not much. Not a big deal unless you're 12. And um, we, we reviewed the porn actor running for office, if you didn't hear that story. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of this guy. It turns out he's a gay porn actor, but he's um, running for office in a place called um, um, Wilton Manors, Florida. Yeah. So, hey, why not? Uh, we could probably use some more dicks in politics. <laughs> See, he's a porn actor, yes. really. Uh, never mind. Also coming up today, boy, I'll tell you, the drive-in business is really getting a kick in the butt. <laughs> they, uh, we have another big drive-in concert announcement. Yeah, these are cool. Uh, yeah. A good friend of the show, Bert Kreischer, right. is doing uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, indie 
Tulsa and Fort Collins, Colorado, doing comedy shows at drive-ins. It's the Hot Summer Nights Tour. And uh, there's some other major artists are doing the same yes. thing. So yes. kind of a cool idea. It is cool. And today is Red Rose Day. Oh, how nice. Would have been nice. nice. Would have been nice if you'd warned me yesterday. Why would you have brought in roses for everyone? I'd have gotten some for somebody. I don't know. If I'm, <laughs> not sure that, I'm not sure that Ace, Ace is going to go home disappointed. Wow. I didn't get a red Tom rose. Tom didn't get me a red rose. What a jerk. <laughs> I have a rose bush in my backyard. Do, Do you? you? Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Pansy. Well, <laughs> Ace, I think you're a sweet man of mystery. <laughs> roses in your oh. Backyard. oh, he is a sweet man of mystery. Ace is that's a man of sure. mystery. That's <laughs> what I put up with. Known him for forty years, and know nothing about him. him for forty years. All I can tell, I can tell you, is he's got a coupon for everything. <laughs> hey, you want to get a new boat? I got a coupon. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Happy to be here with Josh's help. We determined it was July of 2020. Then we double checked. Today's June 12th. Okay, yes. all right. You got that down? Yeah, I wrote it down. Why do you have July in your head? Is that when your fishing trip is? Oh, you know what? I will be fishing in July, yeah. Okay. When? Uh, not ex- uh, specified exactly. Oh. Okay. Uh, now, Josh, uh, you uh, you and your three brothers are going to go fishing, is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big is the boat? We have two boats. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Tom, are you taking your girls oh. fishing soon? I am taking. Did you see who? My son Willie is here with us sitting yeah. in for Chick. Uh, yeah, did you see the fishing rods in the garage? No, I did not. Yeah, we're going to go fishing. I think this weekend is. That's going to be a disaster, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All the ER now. Yeah, I know. I've, uh, I, I have uh, found out where the fishing spot is, what kind of bait to use. I'm very excited. Uh, welcome back to the Bob and Tom program. Let's see who's who here. Uh, there's Ace Cosby sitting over there. Uh, he's our engineer. Uh, Pat Godwin's over there. Uh, Willie's sitting there. Josh. And then hey. Christy Lee, of course, at the of Navy course. Federal Credit Union news desk is uh, behind the glass. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, coming up, we're going to talk with Judd Apatow, the uh, the film director and former stand-up comedian. Uh, interesting guy. He was His mom, I guess, ran a comedy club. Mm-hmm. And when he was a kid, he'd go there all the time. And then he started interviewing comedians when he was in high school. Yeah. And I've heard a couple of the tapes. They're great. I've heard the high school era Judd Apatow interviewing Jerry Seinfeld. Wow. Yeah, that is, uh, that's great. Leno's Jerry great. Jerry Shandling's great. Yeah. Yeah, and then he ended up working with Gary Shandling, and he did the amazing documentary, the two-part documentary on Gary. So, yeah. But he, he is the director. I, I assume he's the director of this Pete Davidson movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he put together that Gary Shandling book, Shandling book too? I think I they think went hand did. in hand. That's I got that for you, Dad, and you've never read it. I still have it, the Gary Shandling book. Well, that's why I haven't read it, <laughs> since you got it for me and you haven't given it to me. No, I gave it to you. You didn't want to have it. I gave it to you in Vail, and we were in Colorado. And <laughs> oh, yeah, that's because I, don't want, I didn't you. want to have to haul it home. You didn't take oh, Haul yeah. it home? Okay. Haul a book home. <laughs> yeah. This is family issues. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry I have no memory of that. I must have been busy that day. Where You're were we? You're busy every day. Okay. Uh, Willie, have you ever seen your dad relax? Um. Oh my. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, maybe a couple times. Maybe really. Maybe for ten minutes max, and then like, he gets a phone call and like, it's snapped back into it. You haven't come home, and he's sitting in his recliner watching TV. I don't ever never, never. I have never seen him relax in the in the city that we are in currently. <laughs> okay. If we go to a place where there's a mountain or a beach, he can get a little bit relaxed. All right. Yeah. He's okay. a, he's he's a worker. That's what he does to stay going. Yeah, I don't really have a chair. You don't have a chair. I thought every man had a chair. <laughs> Maybe I should get one. They have there, some I mean, really There's a couple nice chairs ones. in my kitchen, kind of. Sometimes after you finish the dishes, you'll just kind of sit in that chair in the kitchen to feed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't get the egg out. <laughs> <laughs> then my and then I, the, the new dog will come over, 
and she doesn't understand uh, a furniture protocol. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So if I sit there, then all of a sudden she climbs up on the chair. So sure. Now you're, now you're sure. having an argument with a dog. I can't talk She's about. a 60 pound girl dog. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go, uh, didn't we review this yesterday? <laughs> uh, so uh, no. That makes me sad that you don't have a chair. I'll buy you one for Father's No, Day. I don't want a chair. Well, first of all, I'm not allowed to select furniture. I, I don't think you're... I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know where you've been. Well, I can talk to Kelly about it. And <laughs> no. They have some very nice... No, it doesn't matter. Okay. We, we currently are... We have... We're full. Chrissy, if you ain't getting a chair, I think we can start with the Josh chair, and then yeah. we can move on from there. Find him I have a chair at home, too. I love it. Do you have a chair? Yeah. Yeah, my well, guy has a chair. Does it have, I, is it one of those... Does it have the stick shift recliner thing? Yep. And your yep. feet pop up? Yeah, really... It's also got a lot of uh, dog scratches and crayon marks. <laughs> my, my chair. You two seem to have a lot of issues lately. <laughs> That's a nice feature. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Um, uh, you know the, the, the great song, Keep Them Separated. Um, that applies to pens. Uh, quickly, uh, the other day, my four-year-old came into the kitchen and opened up the drawer in the kitchen everybody's got that has sure. everything in it. Right. Yeah. You know, tape measure, yeah. tweezers, Absolutely. various screwdrivers, passports, pliers, yeah. passport. passport yeah. No. <laughs> and then it's got it's got literally 80 different pens in it. Mm-hmm. And that's where she but even though she has her own pen. So I walk over there and she can't really see into the drawer. So she's reaching up and just grabbing and she someone I don't know who it was. Put mixed, a Sharpie in there. Not, yeah. Oh. More than one. Uh-oh. And then that, there's a very nice piece of furniture that now has Sharpie marks all over it. <laughs> That's such a problem. Yeah, as a parent, you need to know Sharpies uh, need to be kept in a baggie up high. Yeah. I cleaned and organized both my junk drawers yesterday. Good Why, thing. you ask? Why? Conference call. <laughs> yeah, for those people who think that, oh, this is great. We're never going to have to go back to the office again because these Zoom conference calls. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think people, I think they make a recording of themselves sitting there. And then once the conference call starts, they just stick the recording going back they may well. around and around, and then they start going and doing stuff. Just every few minutes going, yeah, sure, yeah. No, I yeah. was going to hang up because I, I just couldn't take it. <laughs> but there was a thing. I heard somebody else hang up before me, and it goes, Kevin Johnson has left the meeting. <laughs> like, oh, I can't hang up! Man, I had two of the Zoom meetings yesterday too. It was, and that wasn't that wasn't a meeting for this thing. We only do the one a week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, what was who was what was that for? It was it was for work, but uh, really, yeah. Are you getting a new client? Going on a job hunt? <laughs> it was finally, a second interview for Popeye. Oh, well, okay. Finally, finally, finally got to you. Did I? <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know the Zoom thing. I'm. I'm over it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you click the video so that you're not being shown anymore, they just have this big, you know, Christy Lee. And like, ah, darn it. I, want, I just wanted to go to the kitchen and get some water. Come on. Now, Willie, you're actually having a Zoom graduation. Yeah, tomorrow. You got your uh, master's degree. Congratulations. Thank you very but, much. I'm excited yeah. about it. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess you give me the code and maybe I'll have time to watch. Is there a way to like record it so I can watch it later? Maybe. I, I guess I could screen record it. I don't I mean it's gonna be I'm I'm really I wasn't gonna be a part of this at all. I think yeah. it's dumb. Yeah. I think it's very <laughs> dumb. But it's they're they're gonna have a speaker and I think if I don't watch it. I'll, I think I'll be able to write a joke about it eventually because I think it'll be very stupid and dumb. <laughs> I think it's going to be a bunch of like DePaul, like professors dressed up wearing caps and gowns in their homes. I'm excited about that. That's great. And they're going to be showing them <laughs> and I'm going to be wearing underwear and I'm going to be drinking <laughs> during the. I, I think it'll be fun. What do you get your master's in? 
Uh, screenwriting. Cool. Oh, right on. Nice. Yeah, with a comedy concentration. So. My uh, youngest had her graduation, high school graduation, virtual, and it was actually quite cool. It was? Yes, it was really fun. Maybe I'll have fun during it. I don't know. I, I've just been in my head, this whole thing's been kind of a bummer, but you know, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be I feel cool. real bad for the yeah. high school graduations that it's haven't tough, happened. It's tough, man. Yeah, there's there's, still a, there's a couple try. cool things, a couple of speedways that have opened up and done it that way, and yeah. drive-in Ski theaters. Ski lifts. Remember that one? That yeah. was really cool. Ski lifts. Probably In Vermont. School, you lift. rode the ski lift yeah. up, and at the top of the mountain, they handed your diploma, and oh. then you went back down. Yeah, yeah we've had stories of the. I, I think the, yeah, there was one. The I think it was a private yeah. school. There was the jet ski one. Right. Florida. Yeah. 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 That yeah. one sounds cool. A jet ski? I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we, that wouldn't happen at a lot of schools. No. How many of you can swim? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> little joke there. Okay. What's happening in the world of sports, Willie? Any headlines worth pursuing? Um. Yeah, uh, mm. it looks like three more F1 races have been canceled because of the virus. Uh, yeah, terrific. Formula One races in Azerbaijan, Singapore, and Japan have been canceled because of the coronavirus Dang pandemic. It. Organizers say the long lead times required to construct street circuits in Singapore and Azerbaijan. Wait, it's not even here in the U.S.? We know, nobody cares about it. Yeah, we care. <laughs> made it impossible to host these races during I a period of uncertainty. Other than... Um, this may not be true anymore, but it, it used to be. Other than uh, the occasional year when boxing gets really huge, the highest paid athletes in the world are Formula One drivers. Highest paid? Oh yeah, they're okay. Really, yeah, oof. yeah. So that that may someone that's really not my lane, but someone may be aware of the stats. But those F one guys are huge. Yep. Huge. So um, they make I'll, a lot of money. But it's a shame, and so that's also incredibly dangerous. By the way, is it Schumacher? <laughs> is he the one that? Had the skiing accident? He's having stem cell surgery. Oh. Yeah. Like, think today to try and regrow his nervous system. Well, that's an affront to God, if you ask me. (laughs) No, I think it's amazing what we can do. (laughs) Dear Bob and Tom. (laughs) You Luddite jackasses. All right. (laughs) Now, I mentioned earlier that uh, Pat did his uh, Joni Mitchell tribute where he did a knockoff on a... uh, um, the famous song, Both Sides Now. Mm-hmm. And we got a windbag letter from a guy that said, Dear Dumbass, that's a Judy Collins song. Well, the fact is it's a Joni Mitchell song that Judy Collins made famous. So yeah. um, uh, Dean wrote him back. So everybody's right. Uh, Dean wrote him back, sorry, yeah, dude. It's, it's known as a windbag fail. Oh, I don't know about that. You what? better hope Joni doesn't find out what you said. She might write a mean song about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Did so, Joni ever record it herself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. okay. First album. All right. Yeah, and again, if you're not, if you've never heard Joni Mitchell, by all means, get one, one of the greatest of all time. And of all people, Robert Palmer, when asked about Led Zeppelin way back then, they said, "Oh yeah, one of our biggest influences, Joni Mitchell." Plant, right? Robert Plant. What did I say? I'm sorry, Robert Plant. Excuse me, Robert Plant. Uh, Tom was wrong, you guys. <laughs> oh, that never happens. I was thinking about Robert Palmer. Um, gone. Sorry, because uh, the great Moon Martin died. Oh, just a few weeks ago, and he wrote uh, "Bad Case of Loving You." Right. Mm. It's a great song, and that was Robert Palmer did that. Was that one of his solo hits? Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. And then he did that stuff with uh, the Duran Duran guys. Power Station. Power Station. Power yeah. Station. Yeah. But we talked to him one day. It was just a daylight. We were just we were doing our show, sitting around, and all of a sudden, Dean goes, "Um, hey, this is a little weird. I just got a phone call. Robert Palmer is on the phone. How <laughs> oh, cool! So uh, remember that? Just completely random." Hey, hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sadly, he's gone also. Some yeah. get hot. Very heavy smoker. Was he really? Yeah, very heavy smoker. Simply irresistible. Yeah, that's terrific. Man. That weird, remember that that famous video with, with the, the girls? The models looking like zombies. 
Yeah, we yeah, redid the slicked yeah. back yeah, that's Godwin the, hair. That's the way yeah. I like them. Looks <laughs> like they're going to have a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> we, we recreated that, if you'll recall. Oh, no I kidding. have the photograph of Pat and I dress like that. Not that Pat, another Pat. <laughs> well, I don't remember that. There There's a lot you don't remember, Pat. <laughs> Be quiet. And you're better off that way, I think. <laughs> hey, Pat, I, I, you got the keyboard there, right? I know your guitar's My got guitar, a, uh, yeah, string your, broke. Guitar has an issue. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking maybe we do a little keyboard stuff uh, right now. You have sure. Any, maybe, how about one of your Sinatra tributes? Well, Frank uh, Frank was a huge fan of uh, birds. I don't know if you know that. That was his hobby. Sure. Was, Ornithology. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And an aviary in Palm Springs. Mm. And uh, this is the first draft of My Way. I don't know if you've heard this version. Here we go. Egrets. <laughs> I've had a few. And a cockatoo who needed attention. <laughs> I put them in a doobie doobie zoo, <laughs> but they didn't like that <laughs> form of detention. They want to live a life that's full and crap on cars on the highway. So I opened up their cages and let them fly. Chairman, thank you. Uh, Thank you, Josh. That is a show-off vocal at the end, man. You can actually hit that note. I love that. That is really something. I have a theory about Frank Sinatra. What's your theory? Well, if you've ever been in Greater New York, virtually any Italian restaurant you walk into, there's a picture of Mr. Sinatra there with the owner. Oh, sure. I mean, they're obviously mostly in black and white. Actually, it's been a while. But uh, if you go into his house at Palm Springs, mm-hmm. pictures of every Italian restaurant owner with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Right there, yeah, right, wanted... right there in the foyer. So, kind of cool. I was not expecting that. Hey, get me a double of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, Frank Sinatra, was known, he loved to wear T-shirts from restaurants. You know, he was just always wearing those. <laughs> now, um, Dick's Last Resort, huh, Frank? That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> He's a big uh, huh? <laughs> so is that Dick and Cider really a thing? Uh, he loved that and Air brush trucker hats two favorite things. now um uh, christy uh, does a little duet with pat sort of a holiday <laughs> thing well you probably haven't seen this uh, pat do you feel like doing this? yeah we did a version of baby it's cold outside years ago it didn't really take off like dean martin's it's kind of oh. controversial <laughs> yeah. that song now it's they they think that uh, maybe this man is plying this woman with alcohol right. or it's kind of a non-consensuality aspect of it very unfortunate but typical of the BS that is our culture these days. Um, what's your version, Frank? Christy, could you start us off, please? Sure. I really can't stay. You're staying. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the, the Frank Sinatra. Present. There we go. So, I'm sorry. Where were we in sports? So, the F1 races canceled. Yeah, they're gone. Um, NHL news. Uh, NHL players aren't all in a rush to return to team practice facilities. They've been able to skate and work out there since Monday. The league and players union on Thursday agreed to a July 10th start for training camps if they can agree to resume this season. But the Mm. uncertainty over the agreement has some players unsure when they'll return to their home cities. (laughs) The current stage of workouts is voluntary, and players are dealing with quarantine regulations in the U.S. and Canada. I'm the only one, literally the only one listening to this. Who who cares? I'm sorry, I was just... Well, you're the only one listening. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, I was over here. I I was over here looking for this song. Have you ever heard this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. What's this? 
addicted to love. Robert Palmer. We're back to Rob. I was talking about the NHL. You're back at Robert Palmer. <laughs> Willie, do Willie what happened? welcome to the show. Now you know what it's like. Well, they wouldn't get away with an intro this long these days, would they? No, nope. you. I wouldn't. <laughs> hey, uh. Didn't stop you from playing the intro. Hey, Robert, can you, uh, get the song going it's here? It's a great uh, intro. It's a, what's wrong with it's you? Sets up the mood. Yeah. You're so impatient. It's up the mood. I've got grown sideburns. Foreplay, yeah. baby. I want to work out. Makes me want to pump some iron. <laughs> yeah. He still hasn't started. No! It's the way music used to be. Yeah. yeah. People had patience. Yeah. Yes. They had a lot of drink. Attention spans. Is this a drum song going to get a beer? <laughs> if only. <laughs> Woo! Robert. There we go. The children are home. Ah, uh, he's a great singer. Great singer. Yeah, cool but stuff. I, the reason I was thinking about um, <laughs> him, though, was actually this one. Not as good. Oh, you don't like this song? Guitar. Not, not really. I love this stuff. Hot summer night. <laughs> That's right, Christy. What a voice. And this guy was um had fashion model good looks. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, Moon Martin tune, Bad Case of Love and You. And God, sadly, Mr. Martin is gone. Yeah, I appreciate. As that. is uh, Robert Palmer. I appreciate the song. I just don't. It's not. I prefer the others. Addicted to Love. Yeah. And, and Weird Al's cover. Or his parody, Addicted to Spuds, <laughs> if you remember that. Or I'm not making it up. I, I missed that I one. I missed that one, too. Boy, that sounds like a, a dirty festival version. of wit. <laughs> that one, I, oh, I heard a dirty version. Festival of oh, wit. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Find that photo. You're going to have, have to face it. It's my that you love. Might as well face it. It's, it's my, my penis you love. You love? Uh-huh. Oh, it's a D word. Uh, oh, oh, sure, yeah. Pat, are you aware of this? Did you know that baseball great Tommy Lasorda... <laughs> This is true. Okay. This is true. It was huge. Florida? He was huge buddies with Frank Sinatra. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that is no absolutely that? a fact. What's oh. his last name? Tommy Lasorda. You don't know Hell Tommy Lasorda? I they all know each other. Yeah, they're Tommy all from the old Come country. I had, I had a really bad joke. I was doing a Deland kind of joke. <laughs> I was saying I heard that he, the Sorda was stronger than Depena. It was bad. It was good. And I'm sorry that I did all. I'll tell you the guys. Tommy Lasorda story in a second. <laughs> Lasorda is mightier than the Pena. I will. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see myself out. I had a pretty good. And actually, you that. Oh, you guys liked it? And that cool. guy goes There's a joke there somewhere, but it has to be yeah. deconstructed and rebuilt. Awesome. I'll stick around. Coming up, an incredibly interesting story about Tommy Lasorda. Um, <laughs> one of the greats of all time. Incredibly we, we even have the audio of Tommy Lasorda being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also, we have um, interesting stuff, uh, including uh, drive-in theaters being invaded by cool concerts and stuff. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Let's get back to the action, shall we? Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Let's see now. This is Tom speaking. I got that right. Ace Cosby is our engineer. You'll find him at the OmahaStakes.com Ace Cosby Joke of the Day desk. Coming up, of course, the Ace Cosby Joke of the Day. Pat Godwin's over there in the other building. We got him linked in with a camera. It's good to see you, Pat. See you. My son, Wilbur. I mean, Willie is sitting in for Chick McGee today. Everyone call me Wilbur. God is my witness. I thought that was your real name. No, no, that's just a joke. I didn't know it was William. I swear I didn't. No, Willie is a stand-up comedian and uh, is getting his uh, master's degree awarded tomorrow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Waste some money. (laughs) Look where you landed, right here. I had had the choice of paying Willie's tuition or giving Josh a raise. (laughs) 
You definitely made the right choice. <laughs> it's the crazycockwine.com sports desk being manned by Willie. The orangebarrels.com sidekick chair, of course, being sat in by Josh. Hi. We are the home of the track phone hotline. It'll ring with Donnie Baker coming up in about half an hour, I've got a feeling. <laughs> right now, I was telling you about... Um, Tommy Lasorda, the baseball, the baseball. Guy. <laughs> you were. Yes. He and Frank Sinatra. Well, you, I, I, Pat was talking about Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, I can't believe. Well, you, you know who Tommy Lasorda was, right? The, I have no idea who Tommy Lasorda uh, is. Oh boy. Long time Fam- coach. Yeah, famous for his um, baseball. But yeah. For, but famous Dodgers, for his, right? his his language for just cursing. And yeah. <laughs> there's a great clip of uh, Lasorda on the mound, and I I don't know how the, was he mic'd for some reason. And, I. He's I have nothing. Just about baseball. ripping this guy, and there's wonderful stuff on. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of curse. Also, words. look up him getting hit by a, a bat. Oh, okay, that's very funny. And he was an old slim. Remember the slim fast slim ads fast. he did? He oh yeah. Years. Oh, I thought he was kind of a bad boy, but, but he did slim fast ads. He sure did. He did. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll hire anybody. Obviously. <laughs> uh, but he was. Yeah, he was uh, friends with Sinatra. In fact, he, sometimes he would go to the mound just to tell the pitcher, you know, I know Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would too. I, that's, 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 that was how big Frank was. Uh, let's see now. Oh, the, here, oh this is the famous uh, Tommy Lasorda acceptance speech into the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is eternity. And I thank God for all of it. And I feel that it won't be too Long, that my mother would be shaking me and saying, God, wake up, Tommy. It's time to go to school. I'm living a dream. Thank you. Is that real? <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I would think in all this uh, college you've been to, they would have taught you about digital editing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tip, ladies and gentlemen. Don't believe anything you read, see, think, hear, um, or hear. That, yeah, that's a, slightly uh, augmented. Let's try it again here. I am living a f-ing dream. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Parts of that weren't there. But uh, there we go. Okay, I'm sorry. So we uh, were t- discussing that with sports. What else have you got over there at the sports desk? Um, in New Jersey... Uh a trove of highly valuable baseball cards has been discovered in the attic of a deceased New Jersey man. This is everyone's dream. Yeah. After Jay, I've been watching Sopranos. Let me give this a shot. After James Michioni died this past <laughs> March at the age of 97, his relatives went through his possessions and uncovered a vast collection of well-preserved baseball memorabilia. Hmm. The collection, which has since been authenticated, includes over 1,000 vintage baseball cards and other items that could fetch millions of dollars at auction. Wow. Just one of man. Michioni's Signed baseball cards from 1933. I'm sorry, one of his ba- one of his uh, signed Babe Ruth cards from 1933 oh, could sell for over a hundred thousand dollars, and there are six. Whoa! Yeah. Can you imagine that? This guy, he, he's 97, so he's there. Yeah. He when he's a kid, he gets the Babe to sign six of the cards. Jeez. But this is every fantasy of every guy out there. I was gonna say I yeah. don't have that fantasy. And then you, you go but, ahead. but the the key to this, in my mind, is. Every there's a lot of guys going. I told you, mom. Uh huh. Mom. <laughs> yeah. He threw away me. This right. guy. This guy had to be single. Yeah. And he, he had a Lou Gehrig <laughs> card. He had a Jimmy Fox card. And he would give them to his nieces and nephews. And when people would ask about him, how many how many cards he had, how how big his collection was, he'd say, "You'll figure out when I'm gone." Oh. Which well, is terrifying. Really sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, an ominous. I was there. reading about this guy. They say that um, uh, they they called him Uncle Jimmy. Yeah. And they say that this in baseball collector 
circles, this will be known as the Uncle Jimmy collection. Ah. This is considered to be that one of, big. It's one of the greatest collections of all time. Huh. Cool. I mean, six of the cards are worth over half a million dollars alone. So, But I mean, every kid, I know, I was gone and my mom tossed all my comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You tossed all my Pokemon cards. Oh, boy. And those oh. things sell now. Oh, boy. Would they, really, would they really be worth something? Oh, I mean, not $100,000. Sure, sure. But, uh... but yeah, like the they're holographic ones, like a holographic, I don't think it's called the first edition, but like a holographic Charizard, that'll go for a couple thousand. Whoa. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't toss them. Uh-oh. <laughs> I put them in, remember we got those notebooks? With the with the plastic things, and I put them in those big. They're they're probably in Sam's basement. I think we should do some digging. He probably sold them. It's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, while you're at the house, get your uh, kiss bowling ball. Yeah, oh, I can yeah. my kiss bowling ball. <laughs> That's in the garage. Yeah, it's I, I I can still go to. Where do you get a bowling ball cut? Where do you get the, the holes in, at, at a bowling, bowling alley? alley? Okay. Do you want to keep them? Because I was going to sell them. Uh, I'd, I mean, sell them. If, if I got into bowling now, I mean, I, maybe that's what I do. Maybe I'm a bowler, and I, that's what I do, and I'm a kiss bowling ball, and I go. Because I, I got you and Sam kiss bowling balls years and years ago, and you never had them drilled. We could be brothers who bowl together. We there go to the bowling go. alley, and that could I, be fun. I, I've had several uh, listeners email me wanting to buy those because they're in the box. They don't have holes drilled in them. Sell them. Sell them, yeah. Get rid of it. Do you think these boys are really going to start bowling? Get rid of it and get get Finn something cool, you know? Yeah, do something with it. Get rid of it. Mm, Well, okay, well, maybe. We'll see. I've been thinking about that. Do you Uh, want me to get into kiss bowling? (laughs) I like this. I like kiss bowling. Like, like not the band, but there's some sort of, like, every uh, spare you make, you have to kiss, and every... Oh, a little smooch bowl. Yeah, 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 I like that. I thought it was the band. Like, it was themed. Of course it is. You only play in Detroit, in Detroit Rock City. You have to wear really high-heeled shoes. (laughs) I got a technical question that a collector can probably answer. platform shoes. What? If you have... This guy has, among other things, six signed Babe Ruth cards. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, sell them? Do you auction them, you know, one at a time over the course of a couple of years, or do you? It's uh, it's in here. The collection will be auctioned off as two thousand separate lots, with the first six hundred fifty lots going out for auction June fourteenth. Okay, because yeah. you don't you don't want to sort of flood the market, right? Right. But, um, you know, this guy's this guy when he died went to heaven, and mom walks up and he goes. <clears throat> Told you. <laughs> but what's interesting is why didn't this guy ever sell anything and buy himself a nice boat? I think he wanted his kids yeah. and his grandkids to have them. Which like really he was, enjoyed uh, the cards more than the money. The inheritance. Yeah. Or his nephew. But I mean, he had six it. signed Babe Ruth cards. Wouldn't you say, I really like that boat. <laughs> <laughs> I can just get rid of one of the Babe Ruth cards. Maybe at one time he had eight. <laughs> and I can get a really nice sailboat. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> he had eight. And a dock and a cottage to live in. Maybe he didn't get a sale, but maybe he's had an alcohol problem. You know, maybe he just drank it all the way. That's, that's pretty fun. And yeah. I forget, I forget like which Babe Ruth. Like Babe Ruth. I forget which comedian it was, but we had a guy come through here a few years ago, and um, his father had died, and his <laughs> oh. <laughs> Josh, hilarious. And, no, and his this he and I remember he lived in New Jersey. His father had died. And he was out on the road doing comedy, and his brother went up in the attic and found a bunch of baseball cards, including a couple really, remember this? A couple mm-hmm. really valuable ones, which his brother sold and kept the money. <gasps> wow. So it's oh. an off-the-air story he told us. Uh, well, okay. Uh, brothers, aren't they great? Uh, we'll be right back. We've got uh, coming up super potent marijuana in the news, drive-in theaters, and a huge result of a famous flatulence news story. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Got the show back in the rails, I think. 
see if we can get this uh, to work for us. Judd Apatow will be our guest coming up later this morning if the stars align properly. Right now, uh, uh, in the studio, it's uh, Willie, me, Josh, and Ace. Uh, that would be uh, Ace Cosby, our engineer over there. We are socially separated as required. And uh, Josh is over there. That's my son, Willie, sitting in for Chick. Hey. Chick should be back next week. And then uh, Christy Lee is behind the glass over there. Yes, sir. She's in the Navy Federal Credit Union newsroom. Willie's sitting at the crazycockwine.com sports desk. Pat Godwin is over there. And uh, we're going to get a song out of Pat coming up here shortly. Uh, are you in the mood for a song right now? Did you, get your, did you get your guitar fixed? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Okay, oh, well, um, do you want to play something on it or just going <laughs> to talk about it? Well, are you, are you sending me a, di- a director? Or is it my choice? <laughs> it's your choice. Uh, we oh, had talked it's your about choice as long things. as he likes the, what you choose. Well, there are two things that I wanted to do, but I haven't. I have to audition them later today. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. See? Oh, I'd love to hear one just now. Yeah. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> well, I want I, Hold on. I, I think I know what these are. This is, uh, this is kind of bizarre. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a disapproval already he doesn't even know what you're gonna no play. no no it's uh, this is this the misdirection about picking up a lady i, I like this one oh. uh well that misdirections uh Mister- we had a story uh where two guys had to try to pull a fantasy thing on a homeowner in australia and it went awry oh yes. and that is i did a version of it, it was largely information uh informational and not uh, co- comedic so uh, I took it a different way, my own way. Okay, we, I need a, just a little bit of background. This, that story from Australia was some guy apparently hired a guy to come and do this fantasy thing for his wife. For oh his yes, wife. this and, was weird. There was and, a broom involved, correct? Oh no, no, it wasn't. Yeah. They were. It was a gay situation, wasn't it? Wasn't it all men? Yeah, but the, the the problem was the guy then went to the wrong, wrong house. house. Yeah. So I guess this guy said, "Hey, look, sometime in the next month, I want you to come over with a broom handle and." Whatever. Right. So these two guys go into the house and start, and it turns out it's the wrong guy. I don't. See, you ever get pizza delivered to the wrong house? It's not that big of a deal. You know? <laughs> That'd be a big deal. Yeah, but it's you know, this stuff happens. This sort of involves. So I, a, no, when something think... like this, you triple check the address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every morning at five a.m. for the last week and a half, I've ran this by Tom, just the idea, and he has given me a thumbs down without hearing it. <laughs> so oh, you're no. going to play this it could now. suck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it could also be a masterpiece. It could. I, I'm, this is called. Uh, I'm betting the under. <laughs> this is called 47 well, Sycamore I, Fantasy. I didn't say a masterpiece of what? <laughs> 47 Sycamore Fantasy. Gotcha. I snuck in your back door at 47 Sycamore and waited in your bed. I took off all my clothes and in my teeth I clenched a rose. I did exactly what you said. Tied a ribbon round my stuff Gonna lock my hands in cuffs And put on some Marvin Gaye (laughs) Drank a bottle of champagne Then I tightened my leg chains And I passed out where I lay (laughs) Oops, wrong house (laughs) The owner is a biker dude Doesn't mind that I am nude he opens up a drawer. <laughs> Oops, wrong house. <laughs> Guess that I'll be staying here, trussed up in this guy's brassiere. This ain't 47 Sycamore. <laughs> my will is weak, my ass is sore. Oh, it's a hit. Yes, it is. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank I you. tried Thank to get you. that on the show every day. Yeah, you've, uh, you've, you've done a nice job polishing that one. That is, that's rock solid. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, 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 house. <laughs> the, the weird thing about it is in the original story, I mean, I assume that there has to be some element of surprise. So the guy that pays these people to do this, <laughs> it can't be like, hey, come over next Tuesday night. And I think no, yeah, yeah, it has to be. A, there has to be some element oh. of surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think so. It's kind of a role playing thing. Right. Well, if you're not going to be surprised, why even invite a guy to your house to put a broom near your butt? No, I, I don't think the broom handle was involved. It was just a weird deal with a broom. It's something with a broom, right? Yeah, and it was just like he wanted it to be wasn't... rubbed on his underwear with a broom. Yes, that's right. That's, that's exactly right. Which right. side of the broom? The broom the bristles, bristles down. Oh, you know what? Part. Did it say? You want the you wanted them swept? I, I think it was the bristle part. <laughs> because the bristles, I see the appeal of that. I see <laughs> you're wearing tidy whites, getting bristles going across you. That feels good. I prefer a Swiffer wet jet. <laughs> as, yeah, as Chick would say, the specificity yeah. of these uh, fantasies. Yeah. Wow. That is just, um, you know, whatever. Just be glad that you didn't wake up this morning going, I'll tell you what, I can't wait till my lunch hour. I'm going to take that Glade air freshener and uh, squirt it up my keister. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, because then you're not going to be surprised. And look for squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep, keep sweeping my junk. Keep it. Oh. <laughs> Get get the dustpan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's got everyone's got something. Yeah. That's a weird one. So now in sports, our last sports story you said involves what is it? Cowboys yeah, this one's snake? this one's cool. I like this guy. Uh, a python that has been caught in the Florida Everglades may have set a new state record. Oh. Conservationist and python hunter Mike Kimmel, also known as the Python Cowboy, Woo-hoo. captured <laughs> the over seventeen foot long, one hundred fifty pounds. That's how much I weighed in eighth grade. One hundred fifty pound female python. Kimmel said he was bitten in an artery but survived the encounter. Pythons are invasive and hungry uh, for native wildlife, wreak havoc on the Florida ecosystem. Oh, yeah, sure do. And then he yeah. said it was a big win for Florida. Con- he got bit in an artery and then said it was a big win for Florida conservation. There's this guy's a, my okay, hero. There's a picture of this thing. Uh, yikes. Yeah. The head on this thing is the size of a dog. I doubt you watched that show. What's that show called? Do you know? I've seen it. I, for, I forget. Yeah, where they hunt. The Python the Cowboy hi- guy? They hunt for pythons. Yeah. Okay, this mm-hmm. says, uh, this is an article, and it says that um, they've, on the history they've captured almost 2,000 of these things. Yeah. In the course of time. But there are a lot more of them. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, literally, there's a TV show, and that's all they do is hunt pythons. They it's sure do. unbelievable. So. This, this, he's the Python Cowboy, and there's the Crocodile Hunter, and there's Joe Exotic. Why do these weird animal guys give themselves weird nicknames? I don't Does know. someone else give them the nickname, or just one day, like, no, I'm Python Cowboy now? Yeah, but no, but you don't want to be, well, I'm conservationist Phil. No one's going to care. Don't call me Mike Kimmel. Call me the Python. Don't call me Mike anymore. I'm the Python Cowboy. He's the Python Cowboy. <laughs> it's a real, we'll put a picture of this in the various uh, Bob and Tom social media. This is really scary looking. Yikes. Yeah, that's a... And it was a... Oh, and it was a lady python and had little babies. They found a nest. I bet they, they burned that. I'm not sure what they did. Let's just leave that to the conservation people, shall we? I think it's Guardians of the Everglades that I'm thinking of. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have, by the way, that, posted some new photographs of our eagle's nest right near the radio station. Aren't those things ready to fly yet? They're getting right. They're real close. Yeah. Do months. you remember when we were kids and you went into the bank or something, you came back in the car and we put a fake snake on your steering wheel <laughs> and you yelled at us for 30 minutes? <laughs> oh, that is not funny. That is terrifying. You scared me so much. You should think about this. I've never been so scared. It was... It was 
Yeah, don't do that. Pretty funny. Pretty funny story for the radio. I'm now realizing. Pretty funny story. Your dad does not like snakes. You figured that out. Where did you think the snake came from? I have a remote control snake here in the office, and we got Tom with it one morning. It's yeah, he he wasn't happy. And again, that was that was (laughs) that was Mist Ray's number two. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, big laugh. I hope it was worth tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Okay. Well, um, Christy Lee is at her base, Hi. her post, the Navy Federal Credit Union news desk. Mm-hmm. Do you have a? You, you teased this story yesterday, and I got a requester that fits right into it. Which one? About the uh, chickens. Yeah, the feral and, chickens. And Stephen King. It was like, yeah, in New Zealand. They may have gotten rid of the coronavirus, but New Zealand has another problem on its hands, and that would be feral chickens. Around thirty birds have invaded a town. And I'm going to sneeze, and I don't want to say the go, name. Go the ahead, go ahead. Go well, ahead. There's, there's a guy with a sneeze fetish so excited right now. What happened? That was it? I stared at a light, so I didn't sneeze. Oh, oh that <laughs> makes me sneeze. Does it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Around no... 30 birds have invaded, I'm going to call it Titarangi, a uh, suburb wait a minute. of Auckland. Oh, no, stop, stop. Wait a minute. I'm sure it's Thai and not Thai. It's, it's, spell it. spell, it's spelled T-I-T-I. <laughs> Well, R A N G I. We all know what that is. You mean it's uh, Titty Rangi? I don't. I didn't want to say it that way. But T I T I R A N G I. Yeah. It's either Titty Rangi or Titty Rangi. It's don't got a nice rhythm to it. T I T. Here we go. R A N. Now we got to hear the damn song, don't we? Like Titty Kaka? No. Yeah, I'm sure we do. Titty Rangi. I don't want to be right. Titty Rangi, a suburb of Auckland, residents are saying chickens are damaging the area, waking them up early in the morning. One resident called the phenomenon like something out of a Stephen King movie. Local mm. officials said efforts are underway to capture the feral chickens. Yeah, open up a uh, KFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Do they taste bad? Are they feral chickens? Are, they, are feral chickens not very meaty? I don't know. I've never eaten one. Probably <laughs> better for you. I don't. You think so? They're free. I'm talking about free range. Yeah. Yeah. Free range badasses, though. <laughs> yeah. Now, not to be confused with feral chickens. What are Pharrell chickens? They're always happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty funny. I hate how much I like that channel. I wasn't going to let it get to me. It got me. That's funny. Uh, Coming up, we have have a tribute to uh, the chickens. And uh, uh, that's fast. I didn't notice the name of that town was so funny. Yeah, really? Titty Rongi. Titty Rongi. New Zealand. Titty Rongi, eh? Boy, New Zealand. That's a place, huh? How come you never hear about Old Zealand? What's going on there? There we go. It sank, didn't it? Oh, it did? Yeah. yeah. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. Thanks very much for joining us. Our engineer, of course, is Ace Cosby, the proprietor of the Ace Cosby Joke of the Day. This is Tom speaking. Willie is sitting in for the Chickster. Uh, over there in the orangeinsouls.com sidekick chair, it's Josh Arnold. Hi. Via camera, we're delivered to uh, Pat Godwin. Great new song, Pat. Thank you. Um, I think uh, uh, we'll uh, have to hear your other new one today, see how it goes. And I know we got a uh, the return of uh, an updated classic coming up. All right, from Mr. Godwin, uh, involving a very unusual news story, also out of Australia. Christy Lee is in the next room. We call it the Navy Federal Credit Union News Room. It's great to have everybody here. Thanks very much for listening. Today is the twelfth of June, twenty twenty. Yes, it is. Now we are in the uh, now we are in the era of the uh, the semi quarantine i guess you could call it yeah um, i i i uh, heard something really interesting i've i've heard two d- doctors on television say the same thing which is uh anyone who tells you what's going to be happening in uh two weeks 
They is, don't. An, is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, every day you read something yeah, so, different. Yeah, so we'll try to uh, keep keep on keeping on, and I hope you're uh, able to get back to work and do what it is you do. Yeah, and, in fact, they've changed the name of the show to the uh, Evening Speculation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's no yeah, news. yeah we, yeah. Right now we'd like to talk to 40 guys in suits about what they think of viruses. <laughs> Sir, your medical education yeah. involves what? Um, uh, okay, yeah, doing a bong at a frat. Okay, good. Thanks very much. Now, if the virus was, uh, if the virus had a song, what song would it be? <laughs> wow, how interesting. Wow. To be careful out there. Wash your hands. Yes. Uh, now, uh, coming up, we have a little bit of a, a, a Australian hunk, a science hunk, and a New York City glory hole hunk. I don't call that a hunk. We have one story. <laughs> they actually used to call me the New York City glory hole hunk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was uh, a failure as a father. Yeah, yeah they hey. say you want to keep your daughter off the pole. You want to keep your son off the pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep your son off that pole. Well. We talk about spreading viruses. Uh, where was I? Oh, ah. are you kidding? It's the track phone hotline. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Oh, hey, Donnie. 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 Can, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Sadly. I'm, I'm calling from a friend's phone. <laughs> Sounds good. I ain't sure how good it works. Uh-huh. Cause sometimes these little phones get too close to my face start sending out Morse code. Okay, be so. careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you guys know anything about cell phones? Not really. I mean, I got I one. need to get a new one. Uh-oh. In the past, I always got my 250 in-time minutes on prepaid card, but I'm getting tired of having to re-up every five days. Wow. Plus, yesterday I dropped my flip phone I had forever in the toilet at Sizzlers. Oh. And unlike mistake, it's well done. I swear to God. So I had that phone forever, so I fished it right out, but of course now it ain't working. It smells like broccoli and cheddar soup. Oh. I swear to God, Chrissy. No, Donnie. Even with a hint of imitation bacon bit. Oh. My cousin Lonnie said put it in some rice but that well, didn't work. And now I got no side dish to go with my fish sticks later. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. And I asked Uncle Sonny what kind of phone I should get, and he said get a smartphone, maybe one of them 5G phones. Right. But there ain't mm-hmm. no way I'm paying five grand for a stupid smartphone. No, he knows no. I'm on a fish stick. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's yeah. not what they mean. That, that's three years' worth of small engine repair classes and market price for my boat. Not to mention, I heard 5G is really what killed Jeffrey Epstein. I swear to God. That's a wrong conspiracy theory. Well, do your own research. Oh, and then I had a friend tell me I should get an Android. You heard of Android? Sure. Well, I barely know how to operate a cell phone good. There ain't no way I'll be able to keep a robot under warranty. Very simple. The closest I've ever come to owning an Android is that um, Roomba vacuum cleaner I won at Boonies during trivia night. Oh, yeah, those are crazy, aren't they? Well, hell, the category was Molly Hatchets. Of course I won. Mm -hmm. But that Roomba freaks me out. It's like having a random drifter that's sleeps over at your house, you know, and sleepwalks the whole time. Oh, night I had one eye open. It sounded like the house was being burgled by some dick on a rascal. I swear to God. <laughs> so I called the guy at the phone store, and I'm still kind of lost on what to get. He said, what What I plan on doing with the phone? Now, what kind of stupid question is that? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. I thought maybe I'd use it on a short leg to catch a table so it don't wobble so much. <laughs> I swear to God. 
<laughs> and I told him what you guys would do. I said, I plan on calling people, maybe watch their YouTube on it, check my Facebook every couple of minutes, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And then he goes, so how much memory do I want? And I told him it don't really matter because I can't remember where I put my phone half the time anyway. You know? <laughs> Never dropped it at Sizzlers if I forgot it's on top of the commode. Oh, and then I told him I really don't care. My phone, the only thing I really need, make sure my phone's got a wide-angle lens this time wow. on the wow. camera. Well, Christy, because that way when I'm sending out pics to the ladies, it'll capture the whole hog. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Unless <laughs> these chicks now won't accept just a mug shot. And <laughs> you laugh, but mine's so big, i got to do it in segments. Oh, okay. <laughs> I swear to God, I ain't bragging, but mine's got more frames than Zapruder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hung like Zapruder. It also goes back and to the left. <laughs> back and to the left. Back. To the left. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> I gotta go. All right. What's that even mean? Back to the left. Uh, Kennedy. JFK James. reference, but it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, how his wiener is doing that. Okay, I was going to say that's. Yeah. <laughs> Not every day you get a Zapruder reference. No. I love it. Referencing cell phones. Thank you very much. When we last left you, Christy. Yes. You were in Australia. Yes. Um, what was the name of the place? Uh, um, Tittyville, what was it again? No, was it Tittyville? Tittyrangi. Oh, Tittyrangi. Okay, sorry. And then, or Tittyrangi. And was that, was that the python place? I'm, I've lost No, the, the python place was in the Florida Everglades. <laughs> this was the feral chicken story. Oh, the feral chicken. Okay, You're that's... connecting uh, everything. This yeah. is like the third act right now. Everything's coming together. Well, we got a bunch of Australia stuff <laughs> we do? coming up. But before we get to back to that, yesterday, for some reason, we got talking about um, about beef jerky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, remember this, and then yeah. and then you asked me if I'd had a lot of beef jerky, and I I really haven't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I said I never could understand the stand the commercials where the guy had the the meat dryer, uh-huh. yeah, so yeah, I, but the buys dehydrator a, buys a perfectly good steak, cuts it up, and turns it into. <laughs> Beef jerky. Remember, that was right. on sure, TV forever. Sure. Yeah. That was a Rumpel Peel product, right, wasn't it? Right, Yeah. God, what a pointless... The pocket fisherman dude. And then and th- then it came up. Willie goes, oh, yeah, there was a there was a the dude, that, dude that had a van, the jerky van yes. in Colorado. Yes. Best jerky I've ever had. Hey, guys, I live in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm Willie's account of the jerky guy. Oh. We used to stop and get bison jerky from this guy yep. on our way to Estes Park. Wow. So cool. this guy would just park near Boulder, and you'd just pull up and grab your beef jerky. Yes, yeah, so I believe this is, I think it's called Highway 6, and it's this really cool, if you're going from Boulder to the mountains, you can take I-70, or you can take this, like, tiny, like, it's a one-way-in-each-direction road, and it's very windy, and you go under tunnels. It's it's my favorite road to drive on. And then he would just kind of be on the side of the road, huh? and you would park, and you would get some jerky. He was very nice. It was All kinds? Professionally packaged. Yeah, weird, like, animals and various spices and peppers. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> There's also a great jerky shop by my camp. It's not in a van, so it's not as cool, but... <laughs> so, <laughs> just a guy in a car. Does the guy also sell pot? I mean... I don't. Well, no, you can get pot at other places. You get pot at the store in Colorado. I would think the write-up on the, yeah. the markup, rather, on the pot would be a little stiffer. But uh, anyway, confirmed the jerky van. Cool. Okay, and I'm still looking for the recipe. We uh, this uh, chef John sent us a fun letter saying that um, he um, spent 20 years making breakfast, and they used to do uh, on certain days they would do Jerry Garcia pancakes. He spent and, 20 years making one. That was a good breakfast. Yeah. I'll bet. I wish we could get them over here. Pretty fun. Uh, adding food coloring to make them look tie-dyed. I'm still trying to figure out how you do that. So you think you make three different batters and dye? That's that's one way. One yeah. way. 
things. Well, the other I way think maybe Oscar to it explained it to you. Right. So Because you want to do this, right? Yeah. I want to try this. So you make three batters, dye them, and then you swirl them into the pan as, they're, as you're cooking it. Is that the deal here? Or you, or do you make you, a regular pancake and swirl the dye on the pancake? Yeah, as I it's would cooking. swirl the dye as it's cooking. It would be a lot easier. Well, you know how I like to complicate. That's true. <laughs> you know where you cook um, Jerry Garcia pancakes, right? Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Let me get ready for this. <laughs> this is a very cute joke. Okay. Well, no, I don't know. Hey, Josh, where do you cook Jerry Garcia pancakes? In Uncle John's pan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, Isn't that cute? Do you want to explain that to people? Uh, song Uncle John's Band. On the first the first days or the hardest days. Sure, yeah. That's yeah. a great song. It is a good song. I like, it's my favorite great yeah, that song. Very, very good. Right. Uh, I, I, I did not expect to get a, a joke of that quality from that <laughs> Huh? In, in my dad's head right now, he's just going, well, I didn't know Josh did LSD. <laughs> uh, so back to the chickens, the feral chickens that are haunting um, New Zealand, Titty Fukaka, whatever the name of the town is. <laughs> Titty Rongi. Titty Rongi. Oh, sorry, I was <laughs> I got a, I got the wrong name. <laughs> we got to get some Titty Rongi T-shirts, <laughs> don't you think? Uh- they have a Facebook page because when we had the story yesterday, I was—I <laughs> honestly went to try to find a pronouncer so that I would pronounce it correctly. Titty Rongi is and technically right, I believe. I think yeah. you're right. It's not. It's certainly not Tai Tai. No. Tai Tai Rongi. But they have a nice Facebook page. Yeah, and this feral chicken story was like the lead story. Is there a high school there? I'm sure there is. Hmm. Oh, God. What would they be? The fighting what? <laughs> Titty Rongi <laughs> Kiwis, maybe. No, it's in Australia, not New Zealand, isn't it? It's is in New Zealand. It, oh, it's in New Zealand? It's in New Zealand. Oh, sorry. I'm getting, getting all Where mixed up. Where are you? Because <laughs> well, coming really. up, we have a New Zealand, we have a, sorry, we have a big Australian hunk. Yes. Big so, Australian. Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> He's a hunk. Crocodile <laughs> Right now, here's a tribute to the feral chickens, the Stephen King-style haunting the town of Titirangi, New Zealand. A chicken farmer went out one dark and windy day. By the coop he rested as he went along his way. And all at once a rotten egg hit him in the eye. It was the sight he dreaded. Ghost chickens in the sky. <laughs> Chicken since he was 24, working for the colonel for 30 years or more, killing all those chickens and sending them to fry. Now they want revenge. Ghost chickens in the sky. Everybody! Their beaks were black and shiny, their eyes were burning red. They had no meat or feathers, these chickens were dead. They picked the farmer up. And he died by the claw They cooked them extra crispy And ate them with coleslaw Sean Morey and a, a true classic. He kind of makes his banjo sound like chickens there at the end. That's the first time I've ever realized that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it might have been a overdub. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of overdubs. Oh, here I am giving Maury all the credit. <laughs> I discovered the terrible banjo in the song "Take It Easy" the other day. I did not know about that terrible banjo the at the Eagles? end. Yeah, there, at the end. You mean the delightful, the delightful banjo? banjo. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Watch great yourself, song. Bill. Watch. <laughs> That's a great song. We were we got into a whole banjo hunk 
few weeks ago. Yes, I thought Josh was the banjo hunk. I'm doing this <laughs> joke all day. Thank you very day. much. Thank you. Well, we had a banjo story, and uh, yeah, and then Josh. Pat had. To oh no, play we don't have to do the sad part of this. <laughs> Let's not do this. No. Let's have a happy day. Well, as as I recall, we were discussing how did how did that ever start? Do you remember? I don't remember. We were talking about banjos, and then I mentioned that I uh, I have one now. Yes. Oh, that's right. And then <laughs> and then Pat asked. Pat said, "Oh man, yeah, I feel." That's where I got it, and I, I got it because my when my dad passed away, it was there, and I said, "I'll take it." Uh huh. But it, there was a certain momentum to the story when we first did it. Well, sure, but I can tell that you can't find it. Tremendously sad. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I so don't blame it on us. <laughs> so I thought I would. <laughs> we gave you a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. I've as long as I could. I'm sorry I said anything about the damn Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have said anything. Really. I, did find, I shouldn't have said a word. I did find this. Banjo King, a banjo, oh, banjo King. Gosh. Banjo King, a banjo, banjo King. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to. Well, I, I can dig that up. For you just had such an evil laugh over that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, now, um, coming up, Christy, you want to give me the teaser? Uh, yes, we still have the update on the flagellants guy. And we have gin that wasn't gin being sold. And if you're a Marmite fi- fan, we have some bad news for you. Well, oh. that's going to Marmite. That's going to affect four people. I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> New Zealand Marmite. Yeah. I think okay. we're back to New Zealand. I, I found I'm, the banjo hunk. Okay. Here, here we go. This was live on the air as it happened. Here we go. I am well. legitimately now the owner of a banjo. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I need to get it in here and see How if... How did uh, that happen? My dad died. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> I love the, the just laugh. There. Is, is genuinely delighted. Uh, not, not that your dad died. No, no, no. Just no, delighted no. at the incredibly awkwardness of him, of Pat saying that, <laughs> and knowing that Pat's going to be suffering. You know, I hate to say this, but I'm going to suffer this because, God forbid, the day that you die, it'll be a very tragic day for me, Dad. But after you die, Josh is going to make fun of me so much. He's going to go, oh, look. Look who's alone now. Oh, my the snake goodness. thing, you hear you got nothing. As, I'm, as my moving truck pulls. Pulls up to the driveway of what was the house. Let's hear that again. I am legitimately now the owner of a banjo. Is that right? Yeah, I need to get it in here and see if... How did that uh, happen? My dad died. Oh! (laughs) I laugh every time. Poor Pat. Oh! (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Now, you heard about... uh, I mean, to dwell on it, but you heard about... uh, Josh's uh, grandpa died, didn't you? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. no. Tell I him. am so sorry, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of tragic events happen in my life. But the, uh, no, no, my, my grandparents, they lived in a... Uh, Assisted living. Yeah, they loved nice, it. Nice man. place. They loved it. And they requested that they their funerals be held right there on the chapel. And the chapel is is literally next door to the <laughs> rec room. They share uh, like a vestibule. Now, you went to my mom's funeral when my mom was there. I didn't go. You didn't tell me when your mom died. No, well, that's right. You that's didn't know about it. You didn't tell me. I didn't want to ruin your week. I was working at a summer camp and you didn't tell me and then when I was going to college oh, in August, I go, hey, I think I'm going to drive to Cleveland visit Nana before I go out to Boulder. You go, oh, you can't. She died in May. Sorry. Months ago. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a complicated scenario, that whole thing. It's a complicated scenario. <laughs> Well, the good news is you can drive to Cleveland. The bad news is <laughs> the Rock Hall Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock Hall is going to be very sad for you. It's gonna... <laughs> true story. Sadly, at the I, and I'm not making this up. At the uh, uh, facility where she lived, and yes. she loved it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. On the doors, they had those uh, sliding slots where <laughs> right. you put names. You know, like right. oh like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. 
Why yeah. emphasize the temporary? Why not at least screw them in and <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah exactly. I get it. You don't want to have it look. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to go, but I don't want to be reminded of it. Every May as well day. just use Post-it notes. Yeah, I think you know they probably <laughs> have a little. Real quick here, here this is <laughs> the, here's the here's the audio from from Josh's grandpa's funeral. See, it's an open casket. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, are these more of your radio tricks? <laughs> <laughs> We're coming. We're coming right back. Uh, we have uh, glory holes. Are. Glory holes in the headlines. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks very much for joining us. Oh, that sounds uh, perfect. What is that? Well, that's a new one. That sounds good. Like that, Ace. <laughs> I can dig it. Ace can dig it. Can you dig it? Oh, that's some smooth bass. I can definitely dig it. dig it. Willie can dig no, it. You no. shouldn't have said that. Josh, Josh can. I can dig it. Christy, can you dig it? I can dig it. Oh, she can dig it. He can dig God, it. Oh, I know where this is going. I can dig it. Oh, he, he can dig it. Ace is like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> Open the flip gate. Yep. Okay. Somewhere Chick just turned off the radio. That's yep. <laughs> okay. okay. You don't have to dig it. Uh, the point is, uh, we are back. <laughs> it is, uh, let's see. I want to dig it now. The 12th of June, 2020, the semi-quarantine continues. Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, coming up, the uh, Ace Cosby joke of the day, brought to you by Omaha Steaks, the only gift your father wants for Father's Day. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Sees that package, opens it up. Oh, steaks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to start this grill. What I'm going to do is take those ties you got me for the last few years and soak them in <laughs> gasoline and light them up. <laughs> well, you can use it to start your charcoal. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Don't use gasoline. I'm gonna no, don't. No, the ties. You're dumbass. <laughs> yeah, you got to use diesel if you want to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make it happen. <laughs> I got a tip about the Jerry Garcia uh, pancakes. Okay. Really? Yeah. We, we, there was a weird story earlier this week about some guy wrote some book about some chef, and he accuses the chef of using food coloring. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, know, and it's pasta. It's, yeah. it's So what? It's What do they call it? Food, food coloring. coloring. Food coloring. You're allowed to use it. Yeah, that's upsetting no, no, me, too. No, no, no. I, I, you know, what You're a purist, Josh? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Half the stuff that you eat or more has food coloring in it. Do you care what color your pasta is? Isn't do- it all the same color anyway? I, I, I do care. Yeah. Okay. Natural. <laughs> All right. What's that green pasta I keep getting? Green? Spinach pasta? Is that what that is? Okay. Um, in, in any event, in, in the yeah. course of this incredibly boring story, um, and then the guy wrote a retraction in some London paper that the guy wasn't using food. Who cares? He was using all natural stuff. Yes. We got a nice letter from a guy, a chef named John, saying he that, that he used to make Jerry Garcia pancakes. And I'm trying to get a hold of John to see if I can get the recipe. But uh, apparently, your goals. apparently you... Um, you, know, you make three different batters and use like a ketchup squirter thing, and you can make the swirly tie dye looking thing. Oh, there's that, sure. But uh, I have an idea, um, but I'm not exactly sure how to implement this. Um, are there any uh, gray foods? Gray. Um, gray. Gray foods. Anyone class? Just the gray Shrimp gray. before you cook them? Uh, yeah, they, that's yeah. kind of. Okay, gray-ish. so then if I want to put a touch of gray in my uh. Jerry Garcia pancakes, <laughs> I've got to put raw shrimp on them. Terrible idea, Willie. <laughs> Dude, I was smoking pot with someone, and then I was talking about Jerry Garcia, and then they said, oh, like Cherry's Garcia? And I go, yeah. And then. They go, that's so did he like is it a stage name? He named himself after the ice cream. Wow. And I go, wait, what is it? And then I explain. And this person thought that there was cherry Garcia and strawberry Garcia and banana Garcia. Oh wow, they had it backwards. Okay, well um, I do not miss stoner conversation. <laughs> I can either. I can send you the recipe for tie dye pancakes. All I did was Google it, and it came right up. So. 
Well, that would certainly make this conversation a lot less interesting. On the radio. <laughs> but thanks, Christy. But they're saying don't listen you don't... to our show. Just Google all these topics. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I was trying to help you. You just use the no, color. And what's then... a gray food? I guess you could make you could whip. They probably up. have gray food coloring. I'm that joke would have been fine with gray no, food coloring. No, it's got to be something. It's got to be like a dollop of gray, a touch of gray. You're a ruining gray. the whole concept. Oh, so a, a drop or two of gray about, food yeah, coloring. That work. No. Do you think they have gray food? Co- <laughs> <laughs> you could probably make gray food coloring. There, gray poupon, there's some very boring chef. No, you want to have you want to have the tie-dyed pancake. Then uh-huh. like a dollop of gray butter on it. Ooh. Okay, just so you, you can go. Say. Look, I put on a touch of gray, which of course is the. The only actual hit that the Grateful Dead ever had, mm-hmm. but, uh, and one of the great videos of all time. But uh, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Uh, Christy <laughs> Lee is once again at the Navy Federal Credit Union News Desk. What you got? An Australian appeals court dismissed a bullying case brought by an engineer, a nerd, who accused his former supervisor of reportedly <laughs> breaking wind toward him. You'll recall we did this story in 2017. A lawsuit was brought against construction engineering. 56-year-old David Hingst accused his supervisor, Greg Short, of deliberately emitting flatulence around him several times a day. Josh. According to news.com.au, Hingst, who referred to Short as Mr. Stinky, said he would come into the room, which was small and had no windows, would fart behind him and walk away. Hilarious. Hilarious. (laughs) This actually went to court. 56-year-old. And it went to the... the, the highest court in Australia. The he, highest court in Australia is actually called the Kangaroo Court. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The 56-year-old sought $1.28 million in damages, wow, right. claiming the frequent flagellants was part of a greater bullying conspiracy that caused him severe stress. <laughs> the Victoria State Court of Appeal upheld a Supreme Court judge's ruling that even <laughs> if engineer David Hinkst's allegations were true, Flagellants did not necessarily constitute bullying. All right, there's been a legal a legal precedent set. Yep. <laughs> no, in the, in the states, the guy would have won. You're probably the, was way, it? the way things are going. <laughs> Wasn't Australia just won. on fire? <laughs> yeah, the well, beginning you know, of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's how. It Shouldn't started. they not be worried about farting so much? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be. Can you when you're a Supreme Court justice, you go home? Huh? How would you do at work today? Uh, we had some guy farting in the office. No, seriously. <laughs> Was there some something interesting in the law? Uh, wow. So um, now, Pat, I understand that you have worked up a uh, a, a fart, a fart a for us. Oh, I think a year and a half ago we did this. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh oh. Working in a tiny office. <laughs> <laughs> I detect the smell of rotting sausage. Oh. <laughs> Could be rats and shrimp in the dumpster. <laughs> Limburger cheese or monster. <laughs> and my boss said, that came from my pants down under. <laughs> Had beans at lunch, so it's no wonder. You can smell the stench, you can hear the thunder. <laughs> I just cut one, you better take cover. <laughs> This lawsuit comes from my lawyer For farting in my face in the hall and foyer <laughs> You can't do that, you're my employer I'll sue your ass off and destroy ya And he said, that came from my pants down under <laughs> If that was solid, you'd need a plunger <laughs> You smell the stench, hear the thunder 
just cut one, you better take cover. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> that is great. But um, <laughs> that actually kind of segues into this next story. We, we, we're continuing our uh, New Zealand slash Australia right. hunk. Right. And Pat has another Men at Work song coming up called, Who Cut the Cheese Now? <laughs> <laughs> Who Cut the Cheese <laughs> Now? That's, I love that band. I do Me too. too. Big, he big is band. so good. That yes. Yeah. And the, the, the Men at Work guy. Um, Colin Hay. Yeah, Colin has a bunch of great solo stuff. Oh, yeah. He'll so, make you cry. I love him so. Are they safety dance? Is that them? No. no. no it's Men Without Hats. <laughs> So yeah, men, yeah, it's the men thing. Okay, yeah. I got it. Uh, I guess it's a semi-legitimate uh, sure, yeah. stab. <laughs> close, close. Why would they were asked? They're at work. You and know? I would, work I time. would say that you're comparing two completely opposite. I really like that song, "The Safety Dance." Me, uh, me too. I love it. I'm makes, surprised you like that song. Oh, it just makes me happy. It takes me to a certain era. Okay, Great it, is such, it sounds like it's a parody of another. It is so silly. Yeah, it is um, silly. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we have more uh, news, kind of from down under, although it's about something happening in the states. Um, do you know what Marmite is? You know, I don't. Is it like Vegemite? It's like Vegemite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it is like yeah. Vegemite. it's a salty spread. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's god awful. And I've um, had Vegemite, but not. Oh, and it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, it was. That's certainly an acquired. Isn't taste it, yeah, 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 acquired by my, my. I think my dog <laughs> would turn it down. <laughs> Yeah, you know, my, 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 my lady dog who eats turds would probably take a whiff of Vegemite and go, no, uh-uh. At the summer camp I used to work at, they would keep a thing of Vegemite around for the Australian staff. Huh, really? There would okay. be several people that worked there, and they'd put it every morning on their toast. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And you had a guy from New Zealand, right? Yeah, New Zealand, remember? Australia. Yeah, a lot we, of international staff. Remember that we were, you and I were at, uh, what, Dave Matthews? Yes, and then this guy, and, he's... And this guy, this, your, your buddy turns around, and the great race car driver, Scott Dixon, was right behind us. And who would who know this? It's a very specific amount of knowledge for this guy from New Zealand to know another guy from New Zealand that also would be in Indiana at the same time, and he lost his mind. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and I I know Scott a little bit, so I turned around and said, "Hey, would you mind doing a?" And Keith, of course, Scott, incredibly cool guy. He's very nice. Just to won a big race last week. He, he was super nice to the guy we got a picture of because they were both from the same small town. In really New cool. Zealand. My friend Cole. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. Of that? yeah, yeah. The two guys from a small town in New yeah. Zealand meeting up at a Dave Matthews. Meeting. Meanwhile, Dave's going, "Hey, you guys going to listen to me or what? <laughs> yeah, you guys going to cut the crap?" No, that was the that was that uh, droning sax player. Uh, Thank God he's gone. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a comedy show, baby. Yeah, it's a comedy show. God, when are we going to start, Josh? I, I, I put it to you. When we come back, we're going to hear about marmite and, yes. and glory holes in the news. Mm-hmm. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. I can feel it coming. What? The Ace Cosby joke of the oh, day. Good. Yeah, just a matter of awesome. moments away. Pat Godwin, great new song from Thank Pat. You. That was fun. Pat's in the next building. We got him linked up with uh, the. Uh, Camera. Socially distanced camera thing. <laughs> Just because you used to be an engineer, don't boss me around. <laughs> boss me around all these, all these technical terms. Oh, sorry. If I hear the word Zoom conference again, I'm going to jump off a building. Oh, Fortunately, this building's today. only one story. <laughs> uh, there's Josh Arnold sitting in the orangeinsoles.com sidekick chair. Hi. Willie Hi. Griswold is sitting in the crazycockwine.com sports chair over there. Hey. Uh, it's the uh, track phone hotline home right here. Coming up on the track phone hotline, we're going to talk with Judd Apatow, comedian, writer, director. He's responsible for the new Pete Davidson movie. One of the people responsible for yeah. it. Sure. Pete, Pete's got a lot to do with it. Yeah. We'll kind of based out, on his life. We'll find out about that and um, and more. But uh, right now, 
We turn to Ace Cosby, and i got to explain to my son Willie here that uh, Ace, um, these really aren't jokes. Um, no observations. We, we, we call it the Ace Cosby joke of the day. <laughs> Brought to you by OmahaStakes.com. But really, um, these are social observations about contemporary culture. The kind of thing you can share with your friends to show them how learned you are. Well, I, I don't know if Josh told you, we had lunch yesterday at a great Italian restaurant. Uh, that was good, man. Man, good. man, food took forever. Asked our waiter, how long will the spaghetti be? He said, I don't know. We don't measure it. That that, that joke is like one of those sculptures carved out of a giant hunk of marble. It's always been in the marble, but you just had to reveal it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Okay. That is a delight. (laughs) We go from the best thing in the world to eat, spaghetti, to, uh, well, let me ask you this. we've We've gone around the horn on this. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life every day, what would it be? I said for me, spaghetti. Is there heartburn involved? Uh, no. No, I I'll guess. say no consequences. And then, and then, and Ace, you said what? Pizza. That's what I'm having tonight. Pizza. Okay. okay. And Josh, you said peanut butter and jelly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Christy, what did you say? Popcorn. Popcorn. Yep. Uh, uh, and uh, so, Willie, what would you if you could only eat one thing the rest of your life? What would it be? This is very tricky because you guys pick snacks. It seems like well, peanut butter jelly is not really a snack. That could be a meal. Popcorn is more of a. I think I would say chicken wings. Okay. But I think that I would get there's a heartburn issue that even if there was no medical issue, I feel like just eating chicken wings all the time that you'd be a little burpy. <laughs> well, um, well, maybe if you did, took in less air, maybe slow down a little yes. bit. No, when I eat them, I eat them like a monster and there's yeah. air going in. What kind bones. of sauce? I like so my favorite chicken wing place in the whole world is called Buffalo Joe's, and I get the suicide sauce from there. Or so very get, hot, I would imagine. It's actually not that spicy. It's really flavorful, but they put jalapenos on top. Okay, oh, wow. um, and then I take the jalapenos off, put them on the fries, and then I get a little treat later on. <laughs> Um, it's got a whole system. Yeah, this I could talk about chicken wings for the rest of the morning into the night. I'm going to have to have you as be a guest on my upcoming show, Learn How to Eat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm super into that. Yeah, yeah I love chicken. And then you rip them apart like a monster and you do feel you, big and strong. Do you like the drummies or the flat ones? I, I, they're, they both have their own... I used to be a flats guy, and lately I'm getting into drums see, because a, the drum you can put in your mouth and you can turn it. Uh, you know, to be a drum like girl, a lathe. Now I'm a flat. Like it's interesting. A it's how we've all shifted. I used to be a uh, soft taco guy. Just switched to hard tacos again. Did okay, you? I'm going back. Ooh. Reliving my youth. Yeah. Yeah, but I never served you chicken wings when you were growing up. No, I got them a lot in Miami at a restaurant called the Big Pink with Sam. Yeah. And then when I moved to. Uh, I mean, you know, you're you're doing comedy. You're at bars a lot. Sure, and a lot of yeah. the food they Bar have food. is the chicken wings. But yeah, specifically, the place Buffalo Joe's in Evanston, Illinois, is the best chicken wings by a, a million miles. I have Holy never cow. had chicken wings Thanks as good as these oh, chicken wings. I, I can take. <laughs> I can take you, you somewhere. Say? Can you bring me some? I absolutely can. I think I'm going to go. To, I'm in Chicago for a day tomorrow, and I think I'm going to go right up to Evanston <laughs> and get some chicken wings. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, well, that sounds good. I'm now I'm getting really hungry. Do you like chicken wings? Yeah, I just don't ever get them. I mean, okay. I'm not. I I'm sure I've had one somewhere recently. <laughs> Bad uh, first date food, right? Yeah, because they're messy. See, yeah. I say the opposite because you want people to know who you really are. You want to give them the truth, and you get chicken wings in there, and you're just disgusting, and they see you for the gross monster you are. <laughs> well, there's that. And then they fall in love with you. They All say right. you're pretty good, Will. They go here, floss, and then we'll kiss. <laughs> Plus, there's nothing like a woman eating a chicken wing. Oh, really, Ace? Hmm. Mm, I see. Right. Why is that? Well, she spills the ranch on her. Oh, rubs it over her chest yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You, th- you think that's going to stain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom's worried about yeah, laundry. What? what uh, <laughs> I, I did laundry. Did, you, did I wake you up this morning? Did oh, I, God. I did laundry before I left. No, you did? I always do. Every Very day. Cool.
especially in the summer because the girls go down to that uh, pool down the street and they've got wet towels. I don't want wet towels lying around. They soak up viruses and bacteria. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably how this COVID thing started. Some jackass with a wet towel and who, what's it called? Wuhan. Wuhan. Whatever. I can't expect to learn all these names. Well, it's it's almost illegal to say it. Uh, Well, thank you. That was a great joke. That was a great joke. So speaking of food. Yes. I saw this story and I thought, this was in Sky News, and I thought, I don't even know what this stuff is. I don't either. And if they're apparently fans of Marmite because there's a story about it. But if you are, you may have to go for, uh, you may have to go without it for a while. The manufacturer of the sticky paste announced it can no longer produce Marmite jars because of yeast. It's made from a yeast extract, a byproduct of beer brewing. The key ingredient is now in short supply after brewers have slowed production following the coronavirus shutdown huh. of pubs and restaurants. Gotcha. Yeah. Does it taste like beer? I, that's the. I don't it's know. It's very, very salty. I think you guys would enjoy it. It's kind of a. Oh, you've had this. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. It okay. says Marmite is a sticky, dark brown food paste with a powerful flavor. Willie is right. That is extremely salty. Oh, you would love it, Tom. It's prominent in British pop culture. Huh. How it's often used. Oh, this is interesting. As a metaphor for something that is an acquired taste. And it tends to polarize opinions. Oh, so it's like life in, in everywhere right now. <laughs> so either you love it or hate it, huh? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's probably some whole anti-Twitter, or I mean, on Twitter, is probably some whole anti-Marmite sector. Sure. You know, that if you... And very pro-Marmite, if you, yeah. If you eat Marmite, occupy this building. I don't know what the hell's going on. I can't... I can't I, <laughs> I can't keep track. Uh, but uh, I just thought it was interesting that this made the international newswear, and I've never even heard of the stuff. It's people that have it. They love it in New Zealand or, or Australia. And I think that maybe it's, it's Australian big. is Vegemite and New Zealand is Marmite maybe. Oh, maybe. maybe one's British. But the people that love it, just they freak out. They love it. It's a vegan source of vitamin B, according to this. Hmm. Oh, okay. So, so I... Or you can just get vitamin B in the bottle. <laughs> you can eat this stuff that tastes like dog poop. Or, uh, yeah, but apparently though it's uh, there's a shortage. So if you're a Marmite fan, you probably know. But it's best to get your vitamins and minerals through your food. Uh, speaking of this, I got a great uh, I got a, I got a photograph. Thanks Thank for that. Very you're helpful. Um, I got a hello from uh, hello Tom in Serbia listening to the show. Wow, hi Tom. And he goes, uh, I thought the other Tom, meaning me, would enjoy this. I took this photo at what's called the Metro Store in Belgrade, Serbia. I got some very odd looks while taking this photograph. Uh, people were laughing at me wondering what I was doing. And it's a photograph of um, a section of the grocery store, and there must be 50,000 plastic straws here. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, uh, Did he send you some? Don't you no, have 50, I, or just the, the picture desk? of one? They, they look an awful lot like this. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Look, look at that. Look at all those straws. Yeah, well, I'm going to make sure none of them get to the ocean and kill any turtles. Okay. okay. Something you cannot make sure of. <laughs> yeah. just gonna not happen. if I have anything to do with it. I'll throw those straws away wherever I want to. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm telling you, it's just someone needs to invent a thing like a pencil sharpener. You put the straws in and it grinds them up and remakes oh, them or something. That's the problem, that the, the, the small <laughs> straw bits get into the ocean. It's not. Look, I know we all know the image of the turtle with the big straw in its nose. It's really the tiny bits that are uh, the particles that are hurting the ocean. Well, the straw, they're doing cocaine in the little straws. Uh, okay. And by the way, my new invention that someone has to invent because I don't know how to do it. Is? Uh, I was watching the news again last night and I understand the importance of wearing a mask. I get it. 
but the newscasters, um, not the anchors typically, but the ones that are out in the field, and I, I get it, it's dangerous yeah. out there in some spots, but sometimes when you're on this, they, this woman reporting from the beach, and there's no one within 100 yards of her. She doesn't need to be wearing a mask. She doesn't need to be wearing a mask, and she's, got, she's talking with it on. But they need to get us some kind of a lavalier mic they can stick up underneath it because yeah. it was just take the mask off. Yeah, it's okay. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm just there's a sound guy out there right now that is so excited that you just said like, oh, oh, somebody yeah. has to have already thought of it. Absolutely, they have to invent it. But I don't know if they need air. I don't know what it would take acoustically, but they need to do something. So when they're wearing the mask in the middle, of, if if they're in a place where they have to have a mask on, they should be able to mic it properly at least. Sure. So uh, get 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 that done, please. Now, um, <laughs> we have coming up, Judd Apatow will be our guest if the stars align properly. That's the plan anyway. Christy, what have you got coming up? Uh, we still have to get to gin bottles being recalled because they really aren't gin. Huh. And we have our glory holes for safe sex in New York City. <laughs> who would ever thought that the mayor would talking about that? Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, Mayor de Blasio, I, can I use a glory hole? Absolutely. And we have a I'm cow so. stuck between two trees. A cow stuck between two trees. Well, anybody got the deliverance theme? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> who got a pretty mouth? Oh boy, <laughs> she wants it, <laughs> or he, depending on what. It could be a bull. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let's see now. Christy Lee's in the next room because we are socially isolating, as they say. And then, uh, clearly, I'm in this room. That would make clearly by definition. I guess I couldn't say hi. I'm in the other room. <laughs> this is Tom speaking. Uh, that's Willie Griswold across the way in hey. Chick's chair. Chick will be back next week, and uh, Willie is sitting in that chair, which is in fact the CrazyCockWine.com sports chair. Ask your uh, favorite liquor store. Why don't you have Crazy Cock Wine, buddy? Now, uh, Josh is over there in the OrangeInsoles.com sidekick chair. Josh likes to walk up to strangers and go, "Take off your shoe." Yeah. You don't have an orange insole, but your life's hell. Yeah. <laughs> Back Sucks hurt. to be you, pal. Okay. <laughs> and then there's Ace Cosby, the OmahaSteaks.com joke of the day chair. That's right, Omaha Steaks, the best present for dads for the great Father's Day coming up. And they'll mail it right to them in that big foamy box. <laughs> what do they call it again? A cooler. cooler. A cooler. Okay. Yes. That's good to Styrofoam. Know. Okay. Uh, Big foam. Uh, Pat Godwin is in the other room. I, 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 a couple home runs already today, Pat. Oh, thank you. With the guitar. Thank you very much. I didn't care for them. Hey, we've, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear how he said couple of home runs? Just the implication. Don't mess it up next time. Okay? Yeah. You're good. Things are good right now. Oh, he... He is so mean to Pat. You have no idea. Not mean to Pat? You're not? No. What? <laughs> You're the greatest thing and the worst thing to ever happen to Pat Godwin. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. That is an absolutely true statement, You're the best Josh. friend my music ever had. Well, you know, I mean, your mom, when you were living in her basement two years ago, really couldn't help you. Yeah, there we go. She tried. <laughs> she called you. you. <laughs> no, Pat's doing great. Now, um, Christy, we've been around the world a lot today. We're going back to New York City now. We've had New Zealand, we've had Australia, we've had uh, Serbia. What have you got? New York City health officials recommend people have sex with each other through glory holes in a fight to stop the spread of coronavirus. The city's health department released a safe sex guide that encourages New Yorkers to take all possible precautions during sexual encounters. Among the guidelines was a suggestion to make it a little kinky 
Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls that allow sexual contact <laughs> while preventing close face-to-face okay. contact. So they're not saying, hey, go out to the nearest <laughs> public no. restroom. They're saying... Look for a hole at waist height. <laughs> right, no. right. But so they, social media, some social media users have Who's, taken this quote. What is this the guy's quote. name? Um, uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio. Did I get that right? De Blasio. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. To mean that the city is Gotta advocating. underscore the jokes over here. <laughs> the use of glory holes. Bill de Blasio. Hmm. Uh, so who's running the health department? Pornhub? Mm. I think it's actually a Kuom Blow. <laughs> Same now, joke. Uh, these days, uh, I mean, is good. These days, if you want to find a hot woman, just make sure she's ninety-eight point six hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you don't want to, no hotter. Yeah, yes, no hotter. <laughs> hey, come here. I got something to stick in your mouth. Thermometer. <laughs> stick was the word. There. Uh, Pat, oh, wait a minute, Pat. You got a you have oh. a song? Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I used to be such a player before COVID-19. Oh, oh, down with the shouties, if you know what I mean. Now I can't go to a local bar, hit on the ladies, I miss it so. But the New York City guideline hints had a place where you can go. Glory hole. <laughs> On your knees, glory hole. Doesn't matter if the person sneezes, glory hole. Glory hole. Glory hole! <laughs> you know. A solid double. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great, so Pat. I love that. My favorite thing is Josh figures the song out, goes to the chorus, and then puts it together. So, like, 10 seconds in, he gets a big pop, and then I get it. And I laugh. Yeah. Yeah, the we were all really there for the chorus. Yeah. It's like listening to an episode of the Mr. Obvious show. Yeah. You're going, wait a second. Wait a minute. I know this guy. I know this guy's an idiot. Worry days. But what's he an idiot about? Oh, my God. It's a garbage disposal. Um, that song has always bothered me. Why? Because of the speedball line. Yeah. Bruce says uh, he used to throw that speedball. Instead of fastball? Instead of fastball. fastball. Speedball is what killed John Belushi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're not kidding, yeah. Well, maybe in where he grew up, they called it a speedball. No, I don't think Bruce played baseball. He didn't play baseball. Yeah, honestly, I've never heard it called a speedball. I don't think. It's just a... a, a, It is an error to continue the... uh, But, I mean, I love Bruce, but... uh, that that one thing bugs me. It's like when I see a movie and they have a five 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 phone number. <laughs> I just throw my hands up. Wow, someone yeah. can't direct. Might as well just walk out of the theater. Five five five. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't. Yeah, there's a way to get the a, numbers. There's a way is. to get around that. Right. Well, now you don't have to do it at all because it's all on your phone. and They just hit a button. I know, but they keep doing it. I just watched the new David Spade movie on Netflix, and uh-huh. uh, oh, I, I got some laughs out did of it. But, yeah, but the uh, my gosh, they did the five 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 thing. Ugh, like, you this, can't do this. Stop I heard Lauren Lapkus is great in that. Is that? Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, awesome. Who's in it? Uh, Lauren Lapkus is the uh, female lead, and she's, she's wonderful, yeah. Okay, speaking of movies, we're going to talk with Judd Apatow. Cool. And, uh, I hope. And his um, new movie is Pete Davidson. Yep. King yeah. of uh, Staten Island. Yep. Uh, I was Bill just Burr's reading reviews. Too, yeah. uh, reviews are very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Is it released, what, today? Yes. Yeah, streaming uh, now. Okay. On so anyways, uh, New York, this is the headline uh, here. NYC recommends glory holes for safe sex. Yeah. I think they're milking it a little bit. Milking it? I don't think it says milking it. I don't think it specifically says Gloria. No, no, it, just it doesn't. Says, Be creative, maybe. Keep That's the name brand of a milk, you know. What? Glory Hole Milk. Oh, really? You didn't know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. 
You're not aware <laughs> of that? Absolutely. Yeah, here we go. We got it right here for you. When I say America, what comes to mind? For me, it's simple. Mom, apple pie, and whole milk. They've been around forever. Let's hope that doesn't change. But did you know this country is actually importing whole milk? Why waste the money shipping milk from overseas when we've got the best darn fresh milk in the world right here on our own soil? You have a choice, America. So the next time you're in the market for milk, look for the flag. Old Glory Whole Milk. <laughs> Old Glory Whole Milk stands alone. It's the best milk across the board. Mmm. I'm long time on the road trucker, blowing tucker. The next time you crave whole milk, ask your fellow truckers where you can find Old Glory Whole Milk. And then ask if they're a cop. Take it from me. It's something else. Old Glory Whole Milk. Just say when. <laughs> ah, yes. I don't remember that. Two percent ah, yes. homogenized. Yes, ah. yes. <clears throat> well, the figures vary. Oh, certainly. Yeah. The, the um. Uh, welcome back to the Bob and Tom program. <laughs> where today you gotta have a sharp eye to catch the jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hope you're listening close. <laughs> We're doing a fine job. Now, um, uh, we had a big story a couple days ago about the Dalai Lama. Yeah, has a new album coming out for his birthday, July 6th. Yeah, you met the It'll Dalai Lama. It'll be 85, Lama. It was yeah. an interesting song, but not as good as this song. Say, we can act if we want to, if we don't, nobody will. Remember this? And you can act, feel rude, I'm totally removed, and I can act like an imbecile. Say, we can dance, we can dance, everything's out of control. The safety dance. It sounds like it was made for a movie by like a fake band in a movie. You know? I'm surprised you like this. There's so much synth in it, and you hate that. No, no. I just, I just, it, it's of a certain era. I cannot top ten songs of all time for me. Really? really? One of my top ten favorite songs. Wow. I'm not going to say best. I'm going to say favorite. Okay. Like you dance it, like in your in the car Love that it. comes on, yep. you're into it. Yep. Cool. Love it. Now, are, are the rest of your the other nine in your top ten? Are they all dance dance songs? No, no, probably Electric a, Avenue. Some a lot of uh, I, I, raining I, men. I love Electric Avenue. Great man, song. Man. Um, a lot of probably some heavier stuff. <laughs> okay, all right, well, I can dig it. Uh, Here we go. Can you dig it, baby? Christy can dig it, and uh, uh, yeah, she's in the I can next dig room, it. In the Navy Federal Credit Union newsroom, digging it, if you will. And uh, Christy, what have you got? An Australian distillery has recalled gin bottles that were actually filled with hand sanitizer. Oops. The Apollo Bay <laughs> Distillery in Victoria, Australia, sold at least nine bottles of its SS Casino gin over the weekend before realizing they had been labeled incorrectly. Instead of gin, they were filled with hand sanitizer containing 1.5% glycerol and 0.125% hydrogen peroxide. Glycerol. Yeah. <laughs> Love that tune. Bush. <laughs> Me too. Well, I mean, because a number of these distilleries have been yeah. uh, very, importantly uh, switched gears and they're making hand right. sanitizer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing good work. Cool. But obviously, 
You don't want to have a. <laughs> you don't want to drink it. Yeah, you don't want a Purell and tonic. No. And wasn't there a rumor that tonic water had whatever it was, guanine in it, so that could it could help fight the virus or whatever? Oh, jeez. Oh. Probably. Jeez, well, no, probably had that rumor. Yeah. A gin and tonic with hand sanitizer and tonic. That's. I mean, that's going to cure you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the, the thing that I like about the uh, that if you want to make a gin and tonic, they just take that pump on top and just give it uh. one good squirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be so. Oh, someone's had to have done that. <laughs> like with the coffee flavorings, where you can just put booze. Oh, that's very cool. I'm doing that. I was kidding. Is there? Do they make that? I don't know. They must. I think put on, a, put on a bottle of booze, the pump thing. That's a great idea. Or just put it in a squirt gun, walk around, have a fun day. I've seen booze and squirt guns. Of course, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. even bars will do that. Sometimes. That's a festival thing. Or in big syringes. Way. Yeah, you yeah. shoot it up or put it in a glass. Yeah, you you shoot, shoot it in, in your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah. yeah, or up your anus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, way. If it's party time, you know, you yeah, go in the back sure, door. Yeah. If you want to get a little loose. Right. So yeah, if, you, if you use this this uh, this uh, gin made of Purell uh, and uh, just wash it down with some ultraviolet light, you'll be cured. <laughs> thing. No, we don't. Splash of bleach. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Don't, don't drink. <laughs> Garnished with bleach. Yeah. Yeah. These are jokes. Uh, please don't do that. We don't want you to die. All right. Um, Christy, so, do you have the drive through story? This is kind of cool. I like this one. Yeah. Um, everybody's jumping on the drive through bandwagon. Garth Brooks, count him in. Really? The reigning CMA Entertainer of the Year announced yesterday plans for a one-night drive-in concert event on June 27th. Brooks and his band will broadcast the performance to an estimated 300 outdoor theaters in North America. Ah. Brooks and company created the show exclusively for the theaters. Tickets to the Rain or Shine event will cost $100 per car. That's a great idea. Yeah. That is a great idea. Now, I, and I don't, I haven't. So they're watching a live broadcast? Watch Garth yeah. on, on the and, screen? And my question is, is he going to be at a drive-in theater somewhere? I don't think. I assume he'll be in a proper theater where they can mic it properly. In, in a soundstage yeah. or something, yeah. I can imagine. That's a pretty cool idea. He's a terrific performer. Yes. And somebody once said, uh, going to a Garth Brooks show is not like going to a country show. It's like going to a rock and roll show. Yeah. yeah. It really is. I went to, I was at one of those big radio conventions once. Mm-hmm. And there was some event, somebody said, hey, you should come to this thing. So I went with this guy and we got there and there were about 40 people in this theater. And unannounced, Garth Brooks walks out with a guitar. Whoa! And starts playing James Taylor songs and taking requests. The coolest guy ever. Wow. It was like four in the afternoon on a Wednesday in Orlando, Florida at that, some radio thing. And then he broke into some Chris Gaines and uh, boy, <laughs> that, that cleared empty. the room. Yeah, 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 emptied it out. By the way, that, that joke today is uh, <laughs> you're gonna I'm gonna let you look that one up. Willie, you'll have to research that one to find The Chris it Gaines there. thing? There yeah. was a joke there somewhere. I made a meme. I actually made a meme. It was uh, there's a popular meme going around saying uh, my plans, and you have a picture of something good, and then you write 2020, and then it's a picture of something bad. So yeah. I, I had a picture of Garth Brooks, my plans, and then a picture of Chris Gaines, That's 2020. <laughs> yeah, I can and tell. It's a, didn't get any traction at yeah. all. Uh, nobody... Yeah, the, the jocularity <laughs> that is infused this room with. I'm not a meme maker. Is, uh... Josh is behind your computer. Everybody's going to love this. <laughs> Solid single. There's another show on June 27th you might be interested in, Tom. Um, Jimmy Buffett will make his debut at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. He'll appear with Brad Paisley and your buddy Mac McAnally oh. for the broadcast that night, which will be in front of an empty house, of course, but the musicians six feet apart, but it will be streamed live. So I'm if you'd like to check that out. A little out. surprised this is Jimmy's first Me too. time at the uh, Ryman. When is that again? That is June 27th. And it'll be, I was, where will it be broadcast? Uh, I don't know exactly. I think they stream those. God, I'll find bright. out.
for you because I knew you would be interested. Yeah, Mac McNally is my favorite human great, being. Yeah. yeah. Great writer, writer, guitarist, and he plays with Buffett all the time. That I remember that tremendous. birthday party he played at for you. Yeah, that was he's awesome. The best. He's cool. the best. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, well, anyway, a bunch of other drive-in theater moments. Our buddy Bert Kreischer doing a handful of shows. Charlotte, Indy, Tulsa, and Fort Collins, Colorado. How fun is that? Doing uh, cool. live shows with a bunch of his comedian friends at at uh, drive-in movie theaters. Yeah. Good man, Bert. And uh, yeah, and uh, this tour he, uh, he was talking to us. It, he should be he should be calling it the I'm losing money tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is he's going to make enough money to barely pay for the gas for the bus. Helping his buddies out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's doing it for his friends. For that's him, a, yeah. that's a very cool thing. So, uh Christy, what else is happening over there? Um, researchers are saying that spraying crops with so-called bar-coated yeast spores could help trace sources of food poisoning outbreaks. Oh, listen this, to this! this is, uh, these these geniuses. This is great, though. These yeah. guys, they, they're, they come up with all this amazing stuff so we can feed the world. Yes, Harvard University scientists genetically engineered strains of inert bacteria and yeast spores to give them unique DNA barcode sequences. Researchers sprayed the spores onto plants, and after a week, the team was able to determine which pot had given leaf had come from based on the spores coating so, it. What, no, but, so there's not going to be a, Josh, you're looking at me like, they're not, there's not going to be a barcode on your ear of corn. Sure. Right, right. <laughs> Just so you, I mean, that would be, that'd take a while. Yeah, how yeah. would you get it on a pea? <laughs> but it would, in other words, they'd be able to, <laughs> they'd be able to track stuff. Uh, yes. This is really cool. Yes. Go, it's mostly for food poisoning track. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, so they they're could... starting with all the vegetables that are going to Chipotle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I, they didn't have their issues. Sorry. I... Um, <laughs> although I, I've got a feeling if you go into Whole Foods pretty soon, there's going to be a section no barf, no barcode food. You're okay here. <laughs> this is the. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a great idea. It sure is. Um, I spores. Those are mushrooms, right? Is that fungus? All that freaks me out. I don't know anything Spores? about it. You don't like mushrooms? I, I, I think they're. I don't get them, and that scares me. Just eat the ones that they sell at a grocery store. Yes, don't yeah. go. No, I like the fun ones. The ones at the grocery store I don't like. Yeah. The fun ones are the best. Those oh. are a great time. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, oh. I just no, don't but, get mushrooms. I don't get. They're not food. I, it makes no sense to me. I can't get it. I'll never get mushrooms. They terrify oh, me. Oh, you're not huh. a fun guy, huh? Oh, <laughs> damn, Christy. The mushrooms are the best. Fun guy. That was great. Yeah, I like them too. I'm a big fan. I love them too. I had it's, an interesting, cream it's an interesting sauce hobby. Mm. Those people that hunt the wild mushrooms. Sure is. Yeah. And I used to do the news up in Michigan, and uh, they would have that mushroom hunting season. And oh, like morels or whatever. Yeah, we had we are? had one of those uh, mm-hmm. sick things that all newsrooms do. What was that? You, know, you bet which day the first idiot would die from eating one of them. <laughs> we also had we also had the first idiot to fall through the ice in a snowmobile every year. Oh my God, that sounds like a fun time at the radio station. Yeah, doesn't it? You get up that early every day yeah. and read read the news. You get a little crazy. Yeah, because every once in a, they'd have they'd have things on the TV show, stations showing. Okay, this is the one you don't want to eat. But yeah, it would never fail. Want to of course, a way to go, though, at least if it was on a pizza. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the chance. This looks like a great pizza. A sausage, too. Uh, so look for your barcode, uh, barcode-free foods coming soon yeah. to, uh, to a grocery <laughs> store near you. Coming up, we're going to talk with uh, Judd Apatow. I, we're trying to hook up with him to talk about the new Pete Davidson movie uh, and uh, that and uh, more. This is The Bob and Tom Show. This is The Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> I've been told by authorities that uh, we're about to perhaps receive a little surprise. Oh, really? Is that right? Uh, All right. Uh, maybe a bonus 
Ace Cosby joke of the day coming. Anything for bonus pay. Oh, boy. <laughs> bonus steaks. Uh, the Omaha All steaks. about the money. ladies and gentlemen, brings you the Ace Cosby joke of the day. And without any further ado, let's just get right to it. This is an astonishing thing. We've already had one great joke, but to get, an, to get a second one, uh, these aren't really jokes. These are uh, no, no. It's again uh, cultural cultural observations. Uh, Ace, uh, go ahead, please. I got a friend who works in a prison. He's a corrections officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what they call it when they have to tase an inmate? No, what? Shaka Khan. Shaka <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Rufus. Shaka Khan and Rufus. How'd you have that ready so fast? Why? Right? <laughs> you feed him that? <laughs> Shaka, Shaka Khan. Khan. Come on. All right. Uh, you don't like that? I thought it was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Actually, I didn't like it, Ace. Could you uh, tell me something good? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh nice. great. Ah. Now we've got the Rufus joke. Today's whole show Love is gonna, it. you're going to need a, a Wikipedia here. Uh, that's uh, Willie, Today. my son, uh, a comedian, sitting in at the Crazy Cock Wine.com Sports Desk. Morning. Josh Arnold's right over there. There's Christy and uh, Pat Godwin. Uh, uh, two home runs today at least, Pat. Thank you. Uh, maybe maybe more. Um, so we'll get some more music coming up out of Pat. But right now we return <laughs> to the Navy Federal Credit Union News Desk. Christy. A California man crashed into a backyard pool while trying to flee from deputies. A 911 caller reported early Saturday that two motorists were driving recklessly. Responding, sheriff's deputies tried to stop the drivers, but they sped off, leading authorities on a chase. Hmm. One vehicle crashed through a barrier at a home and plunged into the pool. Hmm. The unidentified driver managed to escape as police were searching the area. No one at the residence was injured during the incident. You know, they should have, they could have found him easy. Oh, yeah? Marco! (laughs) (laughs) See, it's a Marco Polo Polo showcase. You see the way that works in a pool. The guy kept driving. He kept trying to drive out of the pool. He kept hitting the uh, gas and hitting the gas and hitting the gas. And somebody said, "Hey, you're flooding the engine." (laughs) (laughs) Says he was driving a Mustang. You would have been okay if he'd been a in a Barracuda. Oh, (laughs) Barracuda! Godwin just shaking his head. He couldn't handle it. Okay, Pat, your turn. Go. I don't have any pool jokes. Right okay. Now. All right. Okay. Uh, imagine if you were just sitting there poolside, oh. and a car comes through the fence and just goes right into the pool. That'd be bad. Yeah, it would. Oh, oh, oh I got this will help. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, feathers. Oh, oh boy. Have enjoyed your pool program. Good, good. Boy, with this heat index being what it is, it's a good day for a pool. At least I, I guess, yeah. your short pants regular. Uh-huh. <laughs> I believe I heard Christy saying the glory holes are back in the news again. <laughs> well, there's a thing that's sort being interpreted of. that way in New York. They're yeah. urging people to uh, have a wall between them during intimate moments, apparently. Now, I've often believed glory holes are a lot like ice fishing when you think about it. Ice fishing? Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of patience, and it's always important to practice catch and release, of course. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've been to many a truck stop restrooms that are riddled with glory holes. Oh. That one off exit 185 looks like it suffered a drive-by shooting. <laughs> a lot of holes. Sometimes having to sit down is kind of like playing whack-a-mole when you think about it. <laughs> Boy, this Brexit is something else. Isn't it? Yeah, that's what's going on. It's probably good. Harry got out what he did. Yeah. That's what we yeah. should all be talking about. We should. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs> 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 
Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you, Floyd. No. Is that how it works? It just surprises you? <laughs> Boy, I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's a, that's a gutsy I mean, that, move. That is a gutsy Boy, move. That's a lot of trust. God. Yeah. It's like a trust fall of sorts. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> there's this uh, guy sitting by a swimming pool and a, yeah. a car drives through his fence and mm-hmm. right into the pool. <laughs> Do you hear the song, the song about this that was in the movie A Star is Born? This isn't going to be a good joke, by the way. <laughs> Anyone you started, out. Give it a shot. Oh, it's just, uh, you know, because they were uh, in the shallow, shall, it was a shallow uh, end of the pool. Right. Yeah. I'm right. so sorry. I'll get out of here. I'll see you. I'll check the Yeah, it was a good run. It was a good run. I think we had a lot of fun. Uh, um, food by your own father. Yeah. You can't. Remember that? Cars, I always... cars are not allowed to go swimming in, in, a, in a pool. They're not? Well, they can if they uh, bring their trunks. <laughs> right. oh. See, I need the boo thing on my side. This yeah. isn't fair. A lot of this is about perspective we're all seeing. I okay. think you actually have it. We just have to show you how to use it. Okay, well, let's just move on. What else have you got? This is a weird story out of West Virginia where two men are saying they were switched at birth nearly 80 years ago. Whoa. John William Carr III. Oh, no. I guess they don't get to read their, read, meet the real mom and dad now. <laughs> yeah, what are they? I keep looking. <laughs> Here's the grave. John William Carr III and Jackie Lee Spencer were born on August 29th, 1942 at St. Joseph Hospital in Buchanan. Buchanan, Buchanan. According to the Dominion Post, the men have li- uh, filed a lawsuit against the Roman Catholic Diocese of Wheeling, Charles- Wheeling, Charleston, claiming staffers at the diocese-run hospital sent them home with the wrong families. They said the switch was discovered last year when DNA tests showed Carr and Spencer had no genetic matches with the families that raised them, but did match the other's family. My goodness. How'd they find the- this out? They probably took one of those DNA Tests. But I mean, what what tipped them off to do that? The men said their families have suffered a lifetime of consequences from the switch and are seeking unspecified damages. I don't oh, know so what made them raised, take a DNA test. They but, were raised by different families. Yeah. I hope one of these guys didn't marry the other guy's sister. Oh boy. Yeah, that would be accidental incest. Uh, I don't think that was a problem. I make hope. the story a lot more funny. Funny. Uh, funny. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean the. The, anyone who was involved in this is going to be dead. Right. If these guys are 80. Sure. <laughs> looks, looks like you finally found a way to make the story funnier. <laughs> Just award them the money and go, you get it in, in uh, 200 chunks every month. And then they're going to end up paying $800 before these guys kick. 200 bucks a month for life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, but how do they know when this, they. These poor guys. I know. This is they, a tragic story if you really read it. How do they really know when they were it? swapped? Well, they, had, they know they were swapped because they had DNA tests that match each other. No, but how do they know when they were swapped? Because they were at the same, born at the same the, hospital. The, the same day. day in the hospital. Did the they same have hospital. good lives and loving families? No. Cares? Well, okay, it's, that, it's not it's really brutal. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they both had bad lives, then it also doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what family you ended up with. You're going to get. This must have happened all the time. I yeah. would. Because like before now, now we can test for it. But, I mean, thousands of years. This must have been happening oh, there relatively often. Of course. There are many sad stories about this. But um, In fact, Willie, we, we have something to tell you. <laughs> Willie, that's why you're here today. That great head of hair you have. <laughs> yeah. You look head of hair. Like Pat, like... I've always known. <laughs> it's a lot like Drew Hastings there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Having fun. Not, uh... 
Uh, coming up, we're going to talk with uh, the uh, comedian, writer, filmmaker Judd Apatow, talking about the new Pete Davidson movie, which is released today, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, we'll find out. Find out about that. Hope the stars line up and we get them to give us a call this morning. Then we have our big animal slash science hunk coming up. Okay. Yes. Okay. And super potent marijuana in the news. Yeah. And you'll be very quite surprised as to what is going on with the recent tests of superponent marijuana. Uh, a real quick windbag. Your Jimmy Buffett story, Christy, I don't mm-hmm. have it, but you did. Yeah. Um, is he? Where is he performing for the first time ever? Is it the Grand Ole Opry? At the Opry? Opry. Grand Ole Opry. Okay. Okay. Because he's already performed at the Ryman. Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood that. Different yeah. place. Okay. okay. No, it's at the Grand Ole Opry. And that's uh, that's going to be great. Yeah. And it's on a... I, I looked it up for you. It's called... I'd never heard of it. Circle something. It's a. That's the network. Yeah, it's a special um, feed from the Opry. They host a series okay, of shows. Good. I'll look forward to seeing yeah. Mr. Buffett. Uh, when we come back, we'll have super high potency marijuana. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, let's see. Let's look around the room here. There's uh, four of us in the big room, so we're socially distanced. Behind the glass, it's Christy Lee in the Navy Federal Credit Union newsroom. Uh, now, uh, Chickster will be out until next week. We'll look forward to that, uh, seeing him back in here. But right now, uh, Willie Griswold is over there. Hey. Uh, from Chicago. We have uh, Ace, Hos- Ace Cosby, of course, the uh, famous Ace Cosby, the proprietor of the OmahaStakes.com joke of the day, and our engineer today. Hello, Pat man. Godwin in the next room. Now, Pat, um, I want to talk to you for a second because we had a couple interesting things happen here. Um, Jimmy Buffett is going to be doing a special concert with uh, Mac McAnally and, uh, we just say, Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley, yeah. And is am I getting this right? It's going to be live at the Ryman. Nope, at the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, it's at the Grand Ole Opry. Okay, because yes, they did the, played they, the Grand Ole Opry. They did the Grand Ole Opry at the Ryman until, like, right. 70-something. Right. Uh, in any event, it'll be a concert with no audience. But, Correct. Um, and it's coming up June something. 27th. Okay. Well, that, but that reminded me that uh, Mr. Buffett, besides being a, a great songwriter and musician... Uh, is also kind of a uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah, great businessman. Has a bunch of different stuff going on. He's got restaurants and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I read this a couple of years ago. He started a uh, a community. Yeah, a retirement. Community. Absolutely, that's right. My sister's actually gone there and looked at property. I hear it's cool. Mm-hmm. That's got to be wild. Yeah, so, Margaritaville. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. in in any event, uh, now Pat, you you have a tribute to this. This is called Margaritaville Retirement Home. Oh. Getting a sponge bath. <laughs> One of the cute staff. All of us covered in lanacane. <laughs> Plugging my CPAP. <laughs> Taking a long nap. Check out my leg, there's a new spider vein. Spending my golden years in Margaritaville Retirement home Searching for my lost Epsom salt Salt! 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 My family claim that it's my memory to blame I don't know What was I talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Fell off my scooter Chasing old cooter. <laughs> Broke my hip and it hurts to the bone. But there's pills in the grinder. And my nurse saw a reminder. For 
for that numbing concoction that helps me hang on. Hydrocodone, <laughs> spending my final days in Margaritaville, retirement home. Searching for my lost Epsom salt. Salt, salt, salt. <laughs> my children claim that it's my memory. My children claim that it's my children claim that it's <laughs> my that memory to blame, but I don't know. Think I just pooped my pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you very right. much. A tribute. Yes. In a way. Or possibly a lawsuit. <laughs> and to that Jimmy Buffett community. Which, uh, you know, a lot of people from uh, Helsinki, a lot of retirees, really uh, end up uh, end up there. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, when you're there, it's fins to the left, fins to the right. <laughs> Helsinki, Finland. <laughs> Wait. Helsinki, Finland yes. is the place. Uh-huh. I gave it a C. Oh, there are quite a few of those. There's like two or three. Um, if you want to watch the Jimmy Buffett on the Grand Ole Opry, I found out it's at Circle All Access. It's a YouTube channel, and they'll stream it live for you. So and it's, you when, it's June 27th, two okay. weeks from Sunday. You're going to have okay. to remind me. I will remind you. <laughs> okay, That's Mac McAnally. your buddy. I know. Um, he's, I love, that's the greatest guitar player and musician out there. You're going to have to get your uh, Hawaiian shirt dry cleaned. Yeah. You don't still have a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, what think- happened to the salmon shirt? I, I think that that's in my son Sam's house. Oh, really? The famous I, salmon shirt. I have your famous, uh, the famous honeymoon shirt, which you wore to the honeymoon with him and my mom. He brought one shirt and he washed it in the lake every day. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I have that, that shirt. Uh, yeah, I've got it. I've got it with me. It's in it's in my car right now. Okay, well, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any mementos. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Hey, it's I okay. I've got to hold on to some. You know. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's lucky Chick's not here. I bet you have four mementos. I bet you wish you'd dunk something else in the lake every day. I'm hey, that's me you're talking about, kind of. I'm surprised uh, you got to go to a lake for your honeymoon. Uh, Christy, what else is going on? You got a cow, you said. What is it? I don't know. Don't call me a cow. I'm your son. Pretty fun. Hey, it's been one of those weeks. A cow had to be rescued after it got stuck in between two trees. Hmm. The 13-year-old British white cow was discovered last Sunday near Ringwood in England. A Ferrum-based rescue specialist restrained the animal while the cow's owner used an axe to cut away one of the trees. British white cow, also known as the Adele. Oh, jeez. Not anymore. The bovine was eventually free. That would have been a great joke a couple of years ago. You're right. Yeah, maybe six months yeah. ago. Yeah. She's all Dang it. Now. It's great now. I, we missed it. It yeah, was I, given food and water before being loaded into a trailer and taken back the, to its farm. They had to cut farm. the tree down. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're not going to cut the cow yeah, <laughs> to save the trees. Well, I would think it'd be a lot easier to milk it. Just leave it there. <laughs> Are there any famous fat British people? Winston Churchill, kind of. There's not. They're not very big James over there. James Gordon. Oh, they're getting big. James now. Gordon. Yeah, but he's he's one of us now. He's over here. <laughs> now he's an American. Oh man, is that controversial? He's, he's on American TV. I mean, I don't know if it... they could. Uh, well, I uh, I guess I, you, they couldn't grease it up and back it out. Wow. I don't know. Apparently By not. By which I mean the cows, I mean grease up the cow's head and get it out or Right. rather than have to take the tree down. Hmm. I saw the picture of this. The trees are shockingly small. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it is a, it's a very small tree it looks like. Oh. <laughs> so you feel like they could have done something else. I, I think they could have just pulled them apart maybe. <laughs> 
Because I oh, 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 I hear it. Oh, geez. Oh, it's much sadder than I thought. Oh, oh it is? Let's not yeah, talk about it. Yeah, the cow's butt's caught in the trees, and he's kind of lying down looking sad. Oh. Well, it's a great weekend to grill. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. And it's, 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 it's a, someone feed this thing. Is it a skinny cow? I'm looking it up now. See, those are British cows. They're skinny over there. That's how they do it. Count the ribs in this guy. All right. Mm. Well, it's a lady lady cow, of course. So, um, I don't know. hope it's okay. Yeah. What's that stuff called? Teat tree oil? What is it? Uh, Tea tree? Oh, bag balm. That's what you're thinking of. Oh, no. It isn't. Okay. There is a tea tree oil. Yes. Can you grease up the tree and... Never mind. <laughs> no, the cow went. He must have gone through it forward, and now it, it's, yeah, it's got his ass the, the, the trees. Are, yeah, it's, he I went thought, through it. I thought the, cow, the cow's head was stuck in it, and it was ass was just sitting up there. No, he just got stuck. He uh, he couldn't move. Uh, okay. oh, there, there. Oh. They don't move when they're up up at a tree. The cows. No, they don't. They bark. Oh. <laughs> Christ, uh, Pat, wow. you dog. Oh, I, there we go. That, uh, in a way, that's in an odd way that saved it. Okay. Okay, Christy. Why did that make the international newswire? I wonder. Oh, gee, I don't know. No, I'm Some saying way. that was on the international newswire. Huh? I, mean, what, I, I don't know. So people want to get people sad and see a poor cow on the ground. Well, they got it out. They it has a happy yeah. ending. It's like the kid in the well this time. Yes. This okay, time. Christy, back to you. <laughs> you know what? She's not the only one. There are quite a few cows that get stuck between trees. I just looked. at there's like all these images. <laughs> so sadly, there's a guy that gets his pleasure looking at that. You, you uh, think? You no. Cow on the whip. No. Oh, that cow's really stuck. Well, maybe he smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> Good news uh, for you guys who are stoners. Scientists have determined that super potent higher end marijuana does not get you any higher than cheaper pot. Researchers at the University of Colorado Boulder. Of course, that's where they did the study. Of course, (laughs) course, that's where they did the study. Tested how physical and cognitive impairment varies based on THC blood concentration. The study participants who smoked super potent weed products had high concentrations of THC in their blood, but they did not perform any differently in balance and memory tests than participants who had smoked less potent concentrations of weed. So you might as well go generic, huh? Yeah, so this indicated that the intoxication level was the same regardless of potency. Wow. The findings could have legal ramifications in that when someone is pulled over for driving while high, their blood test could make it appear that they are more intoxicated than they actually are. The study was published in JAMA Psychiatry. Maybe this is like high-octane gas. Yeah. Some cars don't need it. Right. But, uh, so you, you pay the extra 50 bucks, and uh, what's your experience with this, Willie? In yeah. my experience, bad weed just tastes worse, uh, makes you cough more. Uh, good weed is, you know, it's more pleasant. It's a little fruity. Um, but, I, I mean, a lot of it, I feel like, is, you know, placebo effect, right, is the amount of high that you get. Gotcha. I don't know. By the way, I went to Boulder for a little while. Where the hell was this study when I was there? I would have signed up. I would have happily been an experiment. I was, I was reading it carefully to see if your name showed up. <laughs> You'll notice I didn't say I graduated. I said I went there for a little yes. while. Five years. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it was four. It was four. Oh, four. Sorry. I just, the tuition just made it feel like five. Now, um, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We're going to talk with Judd Apatow, the film director and comedian, in a matter of a uh, minute or two. I'll introduce everybody real quick. There's Ace Cosby, our engineer. Across the way, my son Willie, meeting Willie Griswold, sitting in for Chick McGee. Chick will be back next week. We have uh, Josh Arnold over there. That that just throws me. I see that orangeinsoles.com orange chair, Mm -hmm. and it's just so... uh, 
hideous looking, but uh, <laughs> apparently very comfortable. It um, is very, I love uh, it. The lovely Christy Lee is behind the glass in the uh, former performance room. Now it's her own little studio. Hi. She has her own little world over there. And, I love it. Uh, you got great lighting in there. Thank you. If nothing else, I mean, you look much better on camera than the rest of us. That's oh, sure. that's very nice. You only see half my face, that's why. And then um, <laughs> if you've always wondered what you've always wondered what Pat Godwin would look like if in the middle of the night he opened up a refrigerator. That light oh, is really, no. really flattering. His light is fine. It's not harsh at all. Pat, why do you have Pat, a microphone in front of your refrigerator? That's so weird. He's being mean. He is being mean. You look really nice. I'm trying to say, Pat, that under normal circumstances, you're even more handsome. So, <laughs> uh, Good save. Yeah. Man. Now, are you, are you you're going with just the stash right now? No, I'm just no. scruffy. Okay. You know? Okay. okay. Oh, five o'clock shadow? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, now, uh, let's see. For where, the ladies. Where were we? Oh, yeah. My son, Willie, you shaved off your mustache. I did. I did not look good. The ladies hated it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, not just the ladies. <laughs> your dad hated we, it. Oh. Well, we can all weigh in on this. I liked it. I liked it, too. It's not great. Ace, have you ever had a stash? Yeah. yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Would you have it around me? Yes. I didn't notice it. No oh, so you grow one again? <laughs> Please? No, I don't like the look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would have been good for the show. I think if you sort of a throw out a throw throw out a monetary amount, we may uh, we may see. It. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Christy, what do you got over there? Uh, police in Kansas have closed part of a hiking trail to track down a missing alligator. The Riley County Police Department closed parts of Linear Trail while they continued to search for the gator. Manhattan Reptile World reported two American alligators were stolen from their store on Friday, June 5th. It appears one of the gators was spotted on the trail while the other reptile remains missing. Hmm. Well, then why close the trail? What do you mean? How are you going to find it? if Close the trail for people, people walking People walking so they don't get attacked so by get an alligator. Gatored. Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, <laughs> is in, by the, this is Manhattan, Kansas. Yes. Okay. I mean, be clear. You know, yeah, there's a big difference. Yeah. I said a Kansas... I know, at the beginning when you oh. mentioned Manhattan, I mean... You get okay. kind of excited, and then you go, oh, wait. Yeah, I can't imagine a, a gator on Broadway. Might be a good mm-hmm. Peter Gabriel song. Uh, <laughs> be a, gator a, gator, a gator on Broadway, even even with the slowdown state that New York is in, it would be a, a speed bump in a matter of about two minutes. <laughs> um, do they sell alligators at pet stores? The is cool it? ones, yeah, the crazy cool ones. Yeah, they sell them there. Really? The ones where you can smoke cigarettes inside? Sure, you can get an alligator in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've been to some reptile stores that you can buy. So they were selling baby alligators, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were supposed to be. Because don't they know yeah, that they're going to grow up into be big alligators? And no, People yeah. don't realize that. That's why when they get puppies, they go, oh, I didn't know it was going to be this big of a dog. But I'd rather have a big dog than a big alligator in my basement. Yeah. Sure. Well, did you see the story from Florida where a man got into a tug-of-war match with an alligator who had grabbed his dog? Um... <laughs> How'd that end? That can't be. It's got to be one for the alligators, that one. Yeah, yeah. Trent Tweedale was walking six-year-old Loki on the farm. Like and Monty Python character. I, I know. <laughs> Monday morning when his rescue pup um, had his front paws in the river and a nearly 13-foot-long gator attacked. Whoa. Tweed, Tweeddale, a former Army staff sergeant, jumped into action. I, here's his quote. I grabbed the dog's collar Hang to try to pull him back. Wait, we, we, can, we can hang on to the dogs. I think we're going to get Judd here in just oh, okay. a second. Um, I'll, uh, I'm getting the, 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 the minute, uh, three, two, one. We're going to hook up with uh, comedian and uh, director Judd Apatow. And this is Judd right now. Hey, Judd, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? It's good well. talking to you. Uh, by the way, just real quick before we get to the new movie, love the Gary Shandling documentary. Jeez, that was amazing. Thank, Thank you very much. And uh, 
for bored people looking for content. That's streaming on HBO. And I just put a book out that's called It's Gary Schelling's Book, which has all these pages of his journals and jokes and script pages that I just felt like people would enjoy seeing. Now, were you mm-hmm. decent enough at basketball? when? Because he, he had those legendary basketball games terrible. in his house. I was terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Sarah Silverman would smoke me at every game. And I, 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 once Alan Zweibel, who's the great Saturday Night Live writer, mm-hmm. Landed on my shoulder and dislocated it, and I couldn't play for eight years. Oh, oh Alan. very good. Uh, Judd Apatow is uh, Judd's new movie is uh, with Pete Davidson, and uh, um, it's uh, as I understand it available everywhere on demand beginning today. Am I getting that right? If you just scream at your computer like Siri, Alexa, play it, <laughs> it, just, it appears. And now your involvement in this, when did this project start? And I gather it's doing great and getting great reviews from the critics from that know Pete Davidson from SNL. What's the story on this? Well, I was doing Trainwreck with Amy Schumer, and I just said, you know, who, who should I know? Who's funny? And she's like, there's this kid, Pete Davidson. He's 20 years old. He's so funny and darkly funny. And, and then we put him in a cameo, and then Bill Hader did a, the scene with him, and he thought he was so funny that he called Lorne Michaels and said, you got to put this kid on Saturday Night Live. And then they, he did, and, and then we just started kicking around this idea for many years and finally felt like it was ready. The King of Staten Island is the name of the movie, and it's available everywhere, as uh, Mr. Apatow said, shout at your computer. This is not really autobiographical, but, but kind of, I understand. Well, it's an imagining of what his life might have been like if he didn't find comedy. Because in real life, he's a very driven person who was doing stand-up by the time he was 16. He wasn't a slacker. And in the movie, he's someone who's kind of lost as a result of the grief of losing his, his dad, who was a firefighter. And it, it's about what happens when his mom, played by Marissa Tomei, starts dating a new firefighter, played by Bill Burr. And it's a, it, in a lot of ways, it's a romance between like a young man deciding if he's going to let a new father figure into his heart, and they're just so funny together, especially when they hate each other. <laughs> it's weirdly fu- emotional and funny. Yeah, Bill Burr is a longtime guest on this show, way back in the day when he was doing the clubs. Speaking of doing the clubs, uh, Judd, you came back out as a stand-up a few years ago. And uh, Willie here saw your show in Chicago. It was great, I understand. Yeah, I saw you at uh, Lincoln Lodge at the Under the Gun Theater. Oh, wow, you saw that one. Yeah, that was fun. We, we, we swung through one night, and that was a great night. I had the best time. And, you know, I'd heard about the Lincoln Lodge from Pete Holmes when we were doing Crashing about what a legendary place it is. Yep. And we, what, what a great experience. There's so many of our greatest comics come from Chicago. Well, Judd, it's always a great pleasure. I know you've got a million interviews to do. We'll give it one more plug. It's The King of Staten Island, directed by Judd Apatow. Did you help write this thing? I wrote it with Pete uh, and our friend Dave Cyrus. And, you know, it, it, it took me a while. I mean, I haven't made a movie in five years. I try not to do it unless I'm really passionate about it. And I felt like this story, you know, was, was everything I was looking to to discuss because it's also about firefighters and nurses and first responders and you know their willingness to sacrifice you know for other people i mean they take amazing risks to be there for others mm-hmm. well, it sounds like a great movie the king of staten island uh, as uh, mr apatow says available everywhere on demand shout at your computer thanks judd can't wait to see it thank Best you so much take care say 
Uh, now, we have uh, a couple things to get back to. Christy, the last time we left you, I believe we had an alligator in the mouth of a yeah, dog. Yeah, this guy is walking uh, his dog. Versa. Oh, I'm sorry, a dog <laughs> in the mouth of an alligator. It's a tough uh, dog. And the 13-foot alligator had grabbed the guy's dog. So he climbs into the water knee-deep and starts pounding on the alligator's head mm-hmm. until he let go of the dog. The dog had to have some surgery, but will be okay. Oh, good. Yeah, so it's kind of a nice, weird story. Wow. But... Well, we have we do a lot of alligator stuff. Well, that's because there are a lot of alligators. Yeah, you'd think by now people would realize. Don't well. They don't always. They, they don't all end well. No. Yeah, I don't want to sound insensitive, but um, if an alligator gets my dog, I'm getting a new dog. I think is the plan. <laughs> there. So you're not jumping in and pounding. I'm not going to beat up an alligator. We had a good time, me and the dog. <laughs> Lots of dogs. <laughs> the weirdest alligator story of the year was um, the two alligators eating each other. No, no, I think this is the worst one. The the zoo in Moscow, Russia. Oh, the one that they thought they had Hitler's alligator? Yeah, it's an alligator named Saturn, lived to be 84 years old, died in late May. And if the, I'm not making this up. If you Google this news story, yeah. it is believed that this was Hitler's alligator, that he had some kind of a zoo. And I don't know what it is about guys that take over countries and ruin the world uh, or... Uh, or drug bank kingpins. Or, or, or drug kingpins. That was mm-hmm. good. They get these zoos. You've got the guys in, what is it, South America that ride in hippos, and now they're ruining the <laughs> ecosystem just, there, yeah. These crazy people who buy tigers and all this other stuff. But apparently Hitler had this alligator, um, and it died yeah. at the age of 84. They wow. named it Saturn, and the story in this gator, here it is. It was born in the U.S., sent to the Berlin Zoo, and apparently the gator, uh, the gator escaped in, in uh, 1943. Yeah. Reappeared in 1946 when it was found by British soldiers and given as a gift to the Soviet Union. They knew it was Hitler's because it was goose stepping. (laughs) (laughs) That's alligators have such little legs. That is so funny. That is such a great show. Actually, I did a little research and they now think that the alligator was actually um, Eva Braun's. But Hitler's the one that got stuck feeding. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> just, like, just, like, just like when you got that. What did you get? Uh, you didn't get a gator. What's the stupid pet that you have? She had a chinchilla. Oh, yeah. oh, oh I thought you were looking at Willie like he was. No, no, no. no. Charlie yeah. had the lizards. When the, I think Willie had the turtle. You had, yeah, I had a chinchilla. You got rid of the chinchilla. I didn't get rid of it. How long did you have I it? I re-gifted it. How long did you have it? Uh, 12 years. <clears throat> 13? Seriously, like when that. you got rid of that, wasn't it better than any of your divorces? Actually, no. <laughs> In fact, I was just watching videos of her this morning and thinking, I miss her little butt. Oh, She'd oh. run around. It was cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's worth taking over one of the rooms in your house. Well, she was in the living room. Uh, anyway, so that, that of all the alligator stories, Hitler's Gator may be the uh, may be the weirdest one. That is weird. Is that the name of a skinhead band, Hitler's Gator? Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a great name. Now, there's also a rumor, of course, because the internet yeah. is nothing but pure knowledge and facts. Absolutely, that's there's, true. There's it's an internet that the gator is alive and living in Brazil. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that, and then he's uh, responsible for 5G on your uh, phone system. So, so, so. It's all, it's that all is true. That's five. The G stands for gator. Then <laughs> um, we had the big python story earlier this morning. The, possibly a record for a python. Yeah, uh, it is not supposed to be in the Everglades. In the Everglades. Yes. Yep. And uh, they're trying to find it, but I guess they're. Tens of thousands of them. Oh, yeah. And they've only caught a couple thousand of them. You know, I did one of those airboat rides. I can't wait. To, I, that's on my bucket. Was oh, it fun? Before, before this, all this corona hit, so it was back in January, I think, 
It's uh, pretty impressive. It's but, but I kept looking for pythons in the trees because I was a little nervous about it. I don't I don't like hear votes. You know, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. See you guys later. Not I'm out of here. Finally, redeeming yourself. <laughs> yeah. Not a big fan. After the honeymoon hunk, <laughs> he comes back with the big fan. Oh, the honeymoon that hunk. is very nice. We do have more science news if you're interested. Science! The discovery of a rare left spiral snail led to a worldwide search for a mate that was a lefty lady. Are you following this? Yes. The snail Wait sent- a second. I'm lost already. What now? We have a left spiraled snail looking for a so male. The shell, look- the shell goes that way. Right. Okay. Looking for a lady snail that goes that way. Hmm. The snail, since dubbed Jeremy. What about the snails that go both ways? Was first yeah, I didn't know snails could go that way. 2016 in London. <laughs> to learn whether Jeremy's shell, which spirals leftward, was an accident or a genetic trait, they had to find a female left spiral snail and get them to mate. Before Jeremy's death in 2017, he did mate with another lefty who produced 56 offspring. Wow. After which, scientists concluded that the direction of a shell spiral occurs by chance and is not an inherited trait. Jeez. (laughs) That took a lot. Snails like Jeremy are incredibly rare, literally one in a million. So scientists get paid to sit around... Looking for a lefty lady. <laughs> snails to bang. Can we get all the snail scientists working on the corona vaccine? Can't all <laughs> yeah. these Everybody scientists... Just, yeah, no kidding. Get everyone to focus their research. Project hey, Elmer, we're going to pull you off the left-handed snail thing for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to save, save humanity. Is that possible? Wow. What if the vaccine were you have to eat a live snail? Oh, I'd do it. Yeah, I'd just second. do it for fun. I'd eat a snail probably three, four bucks, if you guys promise that. I'd eat... I'll well, eat a lot of stuff. You for don't want to eat a live snail. Very little Not money. Isn't that, es- isn't that escargot? Well, they're cooked. Yeah, usually. We had a we had a windbag from a guy. Remember this? He was he ordered some escargot and one of them started walking across the plate. Oh, they're not supposed to. I know. Yeah, they're I don't know. They're not supposed to. Things happen. The chef got busy. I can't cook all these guys. This undercooked. Yeah. I think I think that you just if, if they're moving, you just salt it to taste and then you're good. Yeah. That'll take care of it. Yeah. That'll, that'll kill them. Okay. Uh, want to be invisible? Yes. yes, more yes, science. Scientists have recreated so-called squid invisibility in the cells of human beings. Well, that's right. Squids do have that weird yes. sort of translucent thing. You're right. Cephalopods, including octopuses or octopi. Is it octopi or octopuses? Uh, you know something? I always thought it was octopi, but someone recently said, no, it's actually octopuses. Octopuses and squids. And octopuses is much funnier to it's say. Yeah, in fact, I think it's octopussies. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of Octopus. a James Bond. Ah. Yeah. Okay. I, I saw a movie one time called Octopussies. <laughs> Well, there's actually well, there's an act- <laughs> so this was the Bond spoof, uh, probably an adult. We're film. back. I'm going to get out of here again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they can camouflage. <laughs> Cephalopods can camouflage themselves or appear invisible with reflective cells that change how light scatters off of them. Scientists at the University of California, Irvine, engineered human embryonic kidney cells to display a similar ability. Oh, so boy. first the kidneys, then who knows? Could be the whole human invisible. Wow. Uh, what? You could be. <laughs> I don't know. So this is this is like a superpower thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Where's I the... think it might be Superman Day too. By the way, I forgot. Where, if you're invisible, Josh, where would you go? Um, you be creepy about it? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta get a little creepy. So yeah, probably. I don't know. Woman's locker room. No, you wouldn't do dressing that. Dressing rooms. Where? Um. <laughs> uh, 
Curves. I like a I like a bigger look. Now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Wilbur? Where would you go? I, I mean, it's all it's for it's for being sneaky. It's for being creepy. It's for thievery. Um, it's for I would also just love walking around knocking people's hats off. Yeah, like just that. goofing and messing. Yeah, and just it, moving things. It is Superman Day. It is Superman Day. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, thank you very much. It's super uh, invisible day. Now, um, uh, coming up, we're going to uh, check in with uh, some stuff that's happening in the world. We did just did science. We'll do a little exciting history. This yeah. is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, great stuff today, Pat. Thank you. Fun Certainly day. Enjoyed it. Uh, but uh, we got more coming up. Uh, Ace Cosby's over there. Uh, Willie Griswold sitting across from me at the crazycockwine.com sports desk. Hey. Mm-hmm. Of course, the orangeinsoles.com sidekick chair is occupied by Josh Arnold. Hi. And Christy Lee in the Navy Federal Credit Union newsroom. Hey. When that phone rings, it's the track phone hotline. Uh, right now, it's uh, time for a little bit of history. Yep. Um, if you like, Christy, uh, uh, do you have anything uh, over there? Uh, I got a couple things. Uh, yeah, I got some really sad stuff. Uh-oh. Really? Oh, we yeah, don't wanna, I don't we want don't that. that. No. Um, I got some happy stuff. What do you have? Baseball Hall of Fame dedicated in Cooperstown, 1939. Oh. Pete Rose's parents were in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) One one day our boy will be Pete wasn't born until, I think, 41. Um, I have this one. Yeah, go ahead. In 1965, the Beatles were awarded the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire Award, the MBE. Some of the medal holders that year were so upset by the choice of the Beatles as recipients that they returned theirs. (laughs) 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 These guys will never last. I know that it's British and it's fancy, but it says the most excellent. It just sounds like Bill and Ted. Exactly. (laughs) The most excellent band (laughs) for the Queen of England. (laughs) Most excellent. Uh, Let's see. Birthday. uh, Oh, uh, Jim Neighbors. Mm. He's not celebrating. Well, that's sad. I'd yeah, no longer wow. Marv Albert, 79. Wow. Mm-hmm. His hair is five. Yeah. Chick Korea is also 79. Chick South Korea or North Korea? Uh, this is just Chick Korea. Here we go. Here's, you know, here, here's something that happened that's kind of interesting. Harry Houdini. Oh, yeah. Freed himself from a straitjacket while hanging upside down 40 feet above the ground in New York City in 1923. Wow. Famous stunt. Yes. That could have gone terribly wrong. Oh, sure. Sure, yeah. Now, uh, the the overrated and awful "Rock Around the Clock" by Bill Haley is released. In Not overrated or awful. Oh, great guitar it, it's part! Wrong with that it's song? Very important to the world of uh, rock and roll. Okay, all right. <laughs> I think it holds up. The really? songs that you hate, it just blows. You love Herman and the Hermits, but that you can't take. <laughs> it's just Herman's yeah, Hermits. And I love doing oh, Freddy. Uh, t- time now to uh, find out what we learned on today's show, because we learned a lot. That's right. Things we learned, sponsored by Granger. Delivering the products that keep your facility running is what Granger does best. They've been doing it for 90 years. Visit Granger.com for whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thank you very much. Um, let's see now. Uh, we learned that... Uh, I'm not allowed to pick my own furniture at my house, so I don't have a chair. I mean, That's chair. sad to me. Every, no, no, but I know I like the chair. Everybody should have their own chair. No, you I have a chair. Have, yeah. I'll say this. The part of the house, when I lived there, it has been totally redone, and it looks a million times better. <laughs> it does look good. He was using, great. I mean, almost 100 square feet of space was essentially used as a hallway. And now Ooh. there's furniture, and there's books. It's beautiful. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see now. Um, Willie, uh, you have a gra- congratulations. Graduating tomorrow yep. with Yay. a master's degree, but it's one of those Zoom things. Yeah. Are you going to put on a uh, cap and gown and? No, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to hang out outside. And You're get not going to watch with them, Dad. 
I'm going to watch. He's going to be in Chicago. Oh. He'll tune in. I don't know. I don't care. You can watch. It's a virtual thing. Um, if you're a, a baseball <laughs> fan or a collector, this is amazing. A 97-year-old guy died in New Jersey. Among other things, his uh, baseball card collection, which in the future I guess will be known as the Uncle Jimmy collection, yeah. had six signed Babe Ruth cards, each one estimated to be worth over 100000 That's wild. And uh, a lot of other amazing stuff including a Lou Gehrig signature card and some other stuff. But it was the, the classic story. So yeah. the kids are all going to sell them, right? He doesn't have any kids. It's all nephews and nieces. Well, that, and... that's what I meant. We had an Uncle Jimmy collection in our family, but yeah. it was just a bunch of unfortunate Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of peculiar friends. Yeah, yeah. With a variety of unusual oh, interests. Boys, huh? uh, we found out from uh, Donnie Baker that... Uh, it was 5G that took out Epstein. I <laughs> had no idea. I, I did not know that. Uh, and uh, let's see. Um, we found out that uh, some a great stuff, a great song from Pat about an unusual event uh, in Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy that sued his boss saying that the uh, excessive flatulence in the office went up to the Australian Supreme Court. Yeah. But the guy lost. So... Uh, he doesn't get any cash for. He wanted more than a million dollars for mm-hmm. his uh, boss allegedly coming into his office and re- going and, and, and breaking wind. And right. right now, we got this special message. This segment is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. We have Todd Simon joining us on the phone from Omaha Steaks. Now, I read somewhere that apparently people would rather get food for Christmas than almost anything else. Is that true? That's right. There was a poll conducted earlier this season, and the results were pretty staggering. 73% of people report they'd rather get a food gift than another object or thing. And um, 77% of men said they'd rather get a food gift. So there's a good idea for all you uh, women out there looking for that perfect gift uh, sure. uh, for that I mean, guy I mean, who life. wouldn't want four six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet mignons over a Thai? <laughs> exactly. I mean, a Thai is terrible on the grill. You yeah, know? yeah. And Todd, tell people how this works, because you get these steaks and you send them all over the place in what I call a big foam case. What am I talking about? Well, you're talking about our, what we've called for years our miniature deep freeze package, and it's kind of a little-known secret and probably the biggest missed opportunity of my family is that my dad invented that cooler. He actually got blocks of insulating foam, and he hollowed them out, and he, he should have patented it, of course. I'm still mad at him for that. And uh, what we do is we put the hand-cut steaks. Uh, they're already frozen. We put them in with dry ice. We put in whatever other great stuff you're getting in the case of the favorite gift. There's also pork chops and burgers and uh, potatoes au gratin and caramel apple tartlets. And we ship it all over the country, and it stays perfect. If someone wants to get some Omaha steaks shipped, what kind of time frame do we have here? We're saying order until about the 18th or 19th of December to get it there for Christmas at standard shipping. If you're a huge procrastinator, you can wait until the 23rd and use overnight shipping. It costs a little bit more, but sometimes it's worth it. Omaha Steaks, a parenthetical note, I love your hot dogs. I know you're not called the Omaha (laughs) Hot Dog Company. I don't know what you do to those things. They're absolutely delicious. They are award-winning hot dogs, and I encourage everyone to give them a try along with their steaks. Thanks so much, Todd. Um, Have a great holiday season. We will. Uh, Happy holidays to you and all your listeners. And don't forget to go to omahasteaks.com. Thank you, sir. This is the Bob and Tom Show. It's the Bob and Tom Show. 
We're just waiting for the cast to actually show up for work. Here's more Bob and Tom Extra. Uh, going around the horn, there's Ace, there's Chick, there's Josh. We're in the big room. The big boys' room. Then the girls' room. Well, the, the ladies' room. The woman's room. She has a sofa. <laughs> it's next door. It's Great. I have a... It's Christy Did you hear Lee. how long Lounge. that took to say Christy's over there in the... He forgot Navy, my name. Navy Federal Credit <laughs> Union newsroom. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Yeah, see? It's Christy Lee, of course, in the Navy Federal Credit Union He's newsroom. He's still going! Let me explain cash flow. Uh, okay, sorry. Let's see. There's a there's a Pat Godwin in the uh, around the around the corner where the fudge is made, as they say, in our building, in the other building. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you, Pat. <laughs> Waking at us. Uh, I like this new one, no hat look. Uh, yeah, I, I, deb- I debated whether I'd wear you're, one. You're today. bound to get some leg for sure with that new look. So the debate is a very simple one, Pat. Um, Obviously, some woman that you're pursuing has told you not to wear a hat on the air. Is that correct? Absolutely not. No. I just got really? tired, tired of wearing it. I, like I wore seeing, it all last week. I like seeing your face when I tune into the show. <sighs> I, I'm not getting that. I'm going to send you a picture. <laughs> oh, I did get that. Oh, are you talking to a new woman? Uh, uh, just a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, good, fun. Now we're, by talking, word on the we, street is. Uh-oh. We're talking photographs? Uh, <laughs> yeah, photographs. women for some reason send the photographs rather quickly. These well, days. good for you. Uh, really? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, nice. it's nice to look at. Enjoy yourself. Is that the Lincoln Tunnel? Oh, dear God. Oh, wow. Are they naked? <laughs> well, it just happens. I wish I... <laughs> I'm not used to naked? that. <laughs> you mean naked? Naked. Nice normal photos, then naked? boom. Okay. Yeah. That's got to be a song. We got to work on that one. <laughs> Everything was normal until oh my she god! Slid into my DMs. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you pulled into Jugville. What uh, the heck, man? Or whateverville. No. How about them tig old biddies, huh, Josh? <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just keep them to yourself. Uh, okay. Remember, she sent them. For, they're for oh, your no, eyes. Oh no, no, that's that. Your eyes. No only. names. Uh, yeah. Sheila and no. Uh, <laughs> oh, Pat. Well, it's a joke. That. It's a you joke. You know what? She's I looked Australian. At, I looked at Tom's. Uh, I'm getting confused now. I looked Ace? at Pat's phone one time, and I never will forget it, and we'll never do it again. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you asked. Uh, what the hell? Oh, my Lord. Uh, coming up, we have um, a really interesting story from the world of wine. This is a story we had real quick before we get to sports about... Son of um, a... Just calm down. There's nothing going on in the world of sports. We anyway. have nothing but form on this show. There's no substance. Yeah. We have to follow. <laughs> we have a schedule. We have to follow a schedule. I would say the exact opposite is true. We have nothing but substance and no form. Okay. It's the ADD show. We had a, we we talked with a guy who had a, has a distillery, um, Hotel Tango, mm-hmm. that, that where they converted it uh, to when there was the huge shortage of hand sanitizer, and many other distilleries have done the same. And in France, this was kind of interesting. I didn't realize they had this glut of wine. I didn't either. I would think it would be the opposite. Yeah, I think the wine is so good. Why would they not be drinking it? I know liquor sales are way up. In any event, I tried to help last night. Oh, good, very good of you. Oh, Christy did her part. That would explain the one-second delay in your responses. Oh no! (laughs) He's one glass of wine uh, with dinner. He's grasping its. Straws. Yeah, French wine makers have been turning their wine makers. French wine open makers. I stand correct. Go tell my wine makers. You're drunk right now. Them wine makers are my good wine. You know them wine makers right back the house, weren't they, Dicky Dick? I tell you, right, Mike and all wine. We call it. I learned to do it in prison. We call it Pruno. Mix her up right there in the crapper. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea having a 21 year old in the house was going to change my life so much. 
It's wine with dinner like I'll every night I'll have another now. drink. Oh, come on, Mom. <laughs> Can't we open a bottle of wine for dinner? Yeah, dear yeah. diary, got, got Mom drunk again tonight and found out way too much about my dad. <laughs> no, Mom, I'm going to skip dessert. Happen. I, I got to get to my camera. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, French winemakers have been turning their unsold wine into hand gel, apparently. 33 distilleries have been authorized to take 200 million liters of unsold wine and turn it into ethanol or hydroalcoholic gel to make hand sanitizer. The move helped winemakers clear out their caves after a deep drop in sales due to the pandemic. Clear out their caves? Yeah. Huh. So maybe that's where they store it. It's a, yeah. weird, it's a weird world. We uh, we have a big wine story coming up today. And remember the thing we had from Belgium where they were French the, fries. The, the president was saying it's very important to eat more French right. fries. Sure. To help the potato farmers. And, you know, I, I get it. I mean, it's great. But, uh, you know, <laughs> the first French fries were made in Belgium. We're, you know, no, hey, right. hey, that's, that's not right. That's Ace's territory. <laughs> No, they were fried in Greece, I think is the joke. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's the joke. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I see Mr. Godwin has his guitar. Do you have a wine song for us? Sure I do. Let's uh, let's hear it. <laughs> He's turning into Tom. Let's hear it. Okay, thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Pat. Well, I had to focus. Calm down, guys. Okay, sorry. We make a wine named Poulet Fousse. Oh, nice. <laughs> Somalias love it, and they're very choosy. <laughs> oh, wow. I thought it was going the other way. <laughs> but it's not selling well, and bills are due. Maybe it'd make a fine hand gel, too. <laughs> well, we tried it out, and this is what folks said. I'll use it once, my hands are red. <laughs> Sanitizer works made out of wine, but a bottle costs about 69. <laughs> hand gel, hand gel, oh, will it sell? Does crazy cock make a hand gel? <laughs> Shut up, bow. Uh, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Uh, French wine being turned into hand gel. Okay. Right, now you can sanitize your hands and feel you're better than other people. Mm, yes. that, is that what you think? <laughs> That's the, yeah, yeah. Do you smell the cork before you put it in? <laughs> you ever seen anybody turn it turn down the wine? No, no I haven't. Because nobody really knows what they're talking they about. They don't smell yeah. the cork either. That you don't whole, do that. That, that whole ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Excuse me, sommelier. Tastes like liquor, I, all I would right. like the, uh, can I keep the cork? I want to cram it up <laughs> my dinner partner's rear <laughs> a little bit later. I mean, there are wines. That, see, you can get a bad see, bottle that goes bad. But stuff it's not, like that, you're not right. Huh? Right. <laughs> really, you're not thinking. No, I, for that, one, would, uh, linear... once again, if, if I get this uh, wine hand gel stuff, I'm turning down the Merlot. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm not sanitizing with any Merlot. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if people when they meet him, the actor, that that's one of the things they just. That's one of those. They have to. Yeah. That's one of those lines. It's it's like, I the the the, the smell of maypalm in sure. the morning. And there's something about that scene. Didn't the Merlot makers say that they it, really did see it? A, hurt sales. Yeah, drop absolutely. Sales. Wow. Apparently, mm-hmm. it did. So that's from from the movie Sideways. Uh-huh. Now we he's itching to get to it. It's Chick McGee. Wait. This is a reason for cake. It's Donald Duck Day. We could support. We could support Donald Duck Maybe by having cake. Take, they wear no pants. Yeah, I guess yeah, we're taking we our, pants take off. our pants. Oh, off. is that what yeah. we got to do? Heck yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, happy. What Donald do you got going today? Boxers, boxer briefs, the tidy whities, right? No, I always wear the exact same underwear. Always black. Every day, same black. underwear. Tidy blackies, aren't they? I always have, have right? more than one pair. I wear nothing but black briefs. Briefs. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to see them. No, no, we need to see them. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. No, we don't. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, black. I ordered you. Good speaking thing you didn't of that, ask me yesterday. I ordered you a present yesterday. When it you wear black, it anyway. makes things look smaller. <laughs> <laughs> because you just can't handle how gigantic. It you is. ordered Tom a present. I sure did. That's so nice. I sure did. Choose. Choose. I sure did. And as I'm ordering it, I'm going, eh, "Son of a bitch, shut him up." <laughs> You're not supposed to buy presents going, that'll shut him up. <laughs> hey, in sports. The only thing that would shut him up is a ball gag, so good luck with that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stupid world record. Really, really stupid. Oh, really, Ed. Visitors at a food-centric theme park. You've you got my attention. In Italy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wait, I, I, couldn't you just say the entire country is food centric? Uh, yeah, but this must have like roller coasters named after like, <laughs> like the Rigatoni coaster, that kind of thing. Yeah. You realize you're heckling yourself when you do is. this. Sorry. You realize. Back to you. In Italy, they've attempted. I guess. Uh, it's it's an just att- an attempt. It's okay. just an attempt. Guinness World Record for the largest sheet of pasta. <laughs> largest sheet? No, no, like lasagna. They're no, not cutting it up into spaghetti or no anything? No qualification on what kind of pasta. Just a sheet of pasta. Wait a second now. Weren't you just saying that one of your new favorite things is that delicious Omaha Steaks lasagna? Yes, of course. Well, yeah, the what, do you think, what do you think you make lasagna out of? Well, the line. Oh, yeah, so it's the world's largest sheet of pasta, this is obviously. Step one, I guess. Yeah, there yeah, you go. But... So maybe down the road, they'll be the world's largest lasagna. <sighs> Sounds like a sheet story to me. <laughs> oh, it's a load of sheets. <laughs> sheet joke to me. Um, Sheety. <laughs> the organization, yeah. FICO. FICO. F-I-C-O. <laughs> That's we close. Not, we are not men, we are FICO. <laughs> FICO World Italy. Italy? E-A-T-A-L-Y. Man, Not I'm Italy. torn on that one. Torn on Italy. <laughs> Maybe I, it's funnier in Italian. Huh? I, <laughs> isn't there a famous re- restaurant slash grocery store called Italy? Italy? Got me. Italy in Chicago? Um, I think so. This is in Bologna. I imagine Italy is probably pretty popular with you. <laughs> <laughs> Bologna, Italy. Bologna, Italy. <laughs> Uh, they recruited visitors to participate in this past Sunday's record attempt, wherein they laid out a sheet of homemade pasta. It measured 262 feet. Yeah. Man, wow. the flies and the... They could roll a big cannoli with that, huh? Uh, the but- Cannelloni. Uh, bees. Cannoli's the dessert. Yeah. The park said that it took 160... Manicotti, I should have said. <laughs> Maybe a routine. 160 eggs and 35 pounds of flour to make the pasta sheet. Following the What attempt- are they doing with it? Are they wasting it? No, the pasta was donated to a nonprofit. Thirty-seven. Yeah, thanks for nothing, pals. They said. Yeah, thanks for thanks for the the, the weird yeah. out in the open for. The you whip up it, you whip up the world's biggest marinara sauce. Let us know. Yeah, the Godfather. I need your help. No, no, do it right. He's doing it. He's doing it. Ladies and He's gentlemen, playing both roles. Oh, okay. Thank you. Is the Tom Father going to show up? Please, please, please. Come God. on, do it. The Tom Godfather, Father. I need your help. You come to me <laughs> on the day the largest sheet of pasta is bequeathed. Yes, yes, yes. I'm fully invested, yes. <laughs> Cut it in the pasta and put the spaghetti. Take you two days just to slip it like that doggy in the movie. <laughs> Lady in the tram. Like that oh. doggy in that movie. Lady in the tram. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh. Hey, Johnny, I think the Don's lost it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, we have more Bob and Tom Extra next. Hello? 
Can I speak to Thomas Mabe? This is Tom. Mr. Mabe, this is Tanya. I was a I'm just following up with you. I called you back in December about renewing your subscription. Help me. I'm being held against my will. You gotta help me. I'm sorry, do what? I'm being held against my will. You gotta get me out of here. another healthy dose of Bob and Tom Extra. We have, uh, I'm looking at the TV screen there. we got Pat Godwin in the Hi. next room. If uh, you're uh, lucky enough to be watching this on YouTube, uh, Pat, you uh, you, uh, making book there real doing, quick. Doing your taxes. <laughs> I am uh, looking for a 60-second song. Okay. Or I, I asked him for one. We'll get to that in just a second. There's Chick McGee. That's Josh. Christy Lee's at the Navy Federal Credit Union News Desk. Proud to be here. In the next room behind the glass, this yes. is Tom speaking. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Happy to be here. I think that's sports, kids. We're uh, done. Okay, well, good. That's good timing because I think that uh, the uh, track phone hotline's going to ring. How could you ever... Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? it is. Hello, it's Bob and amazing. Tom. Tom Griswold. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie oh, Baker. Oh, oh, hey, Donnie. Donnie, how are you? Uh, spoiler alert. It's hot as Hades where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Ch- check local listings. Ain't that what you always say, Tom? Yeah, a lot of places real hot over the weekend. You're supposed to drink local, too. Oh, and it's humid as hell, too. My sack's been permanently stuck in my leg for the past five yeah. days. Okay. Oh, God. It looks like I sat on a water hubba-bubba, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another spoiler alert. Yeah? The pools are closed. And the fact remains, I don't know, probably five-fourths of Americans don't live within driving distance of the ocean. So I figured I'd call in today, give you my top three ways to beat the heat with Donnie Baker. Oh, okay. great. Thanks, Very Donnie. Nice. Well, number one, store your undies in a freezer till it's time to worm. Ooh. This works for, for both men and women. I've heard about this. <laughs> and, and for you ladies, yes. the second you get home after a long day of work, take your sweaty bra off and throw that baby right in the freezer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because that way your melon dew freezes up and makes it even cooler when you put it back on the next day for work. Oh. I, think, I think we did this uh, one morning on the air. People said they were doing it. Yeah, really I can't hot. imagine. Throwing the bra on the freezer. Well, I, melon, excuse melon. me, melon dew? Melon dew. Melon I heard dew. that. Yeah, yes. uh, uh-huh. Number two way to keep cool in the heat is buy a fan. I mean, that's pretty oblivious. Sure. But, well, uh, obvious, Donnie yes. Baker's third and... Foremost, best way to stay cool in the heat, huh. go naked skinny dipping. Oh. Mm. Mm. Well, nothing to cool you off quicker than a free-range buck-naked skinny dip. Mm-hmm. And, guys, this, this has to be a co-ed event. 
So, Josh, you seem like the type that might press it. Don't go skinny dipping with your bro buddy. You know? <laughs> okay, all right. People get the wrong idea, and it is unchristian. <laughs> <laughs> and it's for your young lady dates. Always be hell-bent about asking two forms of ID before you head over the gravel quarry off, you know, Mays Road, you know, for some frolicking. Always keep a bunch of towels in your vehicle, too. Todd Boner ruined the only leather seats I ever owned in El Camino. So after one of our midnight swims, his wet ass print left a permanent stain on the passenger seat. Oh, oh really? Well, why were you uh, skinny dipping with one of your bros? Mm. He was a wingman. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like calling oats taking a dip. There okay. was more people there. All right. <laughs> I'll never forget it. His, his butt was shivering next to me the whole way home. Uh-huh. You know? But it was better than having them, you know, up front than the two chicks we had riding in the cargo bed in the back. Uh-huh. I was loaded for bear. I had that truck through Marty's car wash about ten times to get rid of the smell of all the puke. Some people just can't hold their mud under pressure. Uh-huh. And that one chick almost flew out the back when I hit that chuck hole on Lower Show Drive. Uh-huh. So, a good thing she didn't. She would have been cut up pretty bad being naked and all. Yeah, no oh. joke. Now that I'm all grown up, I personally only go... Buck naked skinny dip in the swimming pools. I'll never go skinny dipping in retention ponds, rivers, or, or pay lakes no more. <laughs> Anywhere where the, the creatures that might try to work their way up my sphincter, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you laugh. You ever had a, a, a leech latch onto your junk? No, thankfully. Well, it's to this day why I wear a swimsuit and a rubber when I go tubing or kayaking. <laughs> I swear to God. This has been Donnie Baker, and I approve this message. Oh, thank you, Donnie. Thank you. Just skinny you dipping know, to, to cool I, off. <laughs> Co-ed. Did you see the story about the guy with the fish? No. What, what happened? Doctors made a shocking discovery during an x-ray, an x-ray scan after a 30-year-old man went to a hospital in China with abdominal pain. The patient, who remains anonymous, claimed... The fish slipped into his rectum after he accidentally sat on the creature. (laughs) The man eventually came to the hospital after failing to remove the fish from his backside himself. Medics had to surgically open the man's belly. And I'll send this to you, Tom, because there's video of them pulling the fish out of the guy's, you know what. It was um, in his intestine? Or yes. Was it a crappie? A nurse can be heard on oh. the video saying it stinks so much. It's pronounced crappie, Pat. Oh, crappie. Uh, that has always bugged me. Oh, yeah, they it spell is it so disgusting. Yeah. How did he ever think he'd get it out? I, you know what? I think hmm. when you're doing something like this, you don't really think about the getting it out part. I don't know. Does anybody for a second believe he no. sat No, on he it, didn't did sit on it. If you've ever gone... It's a blue tilapia, and it's it's... Also, you know, with fish, with their various fins, if you try to go this way, the fins open up like right. Yeah, you know those. What are those things when you're when you're putting shelves up? A molly. Yeah, those <laughs> those things, those wing nuts. That yeah. when you when you put they them put in, and through they, the wall, and they they open up. Oh, out. sure. Fish, they're that they do the same thing. He could never pull it out. It's he was excited though. He heard it was a bottom feeder. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've seen a lot of these videos. This one really almost made me throw up. It's disgusting. He's got a tilapia in the old keister. Was the fish still alive? No, it was dead. And like I said, the nurse is saying it stunk so bad. Stunk? I bet. I bet. Did it stink like a fish or did it stink like ass? Both, I bet. Yeah, probably. The ass fish. Yeah. Wow, that's that's mm, rough. the crop. Now, uh, and I look to my left and I see popping up on the screen my son Willie live from Chicago. Hey, Willie, how's hey, it going? Hey, Willie. 
Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good. good. You're, uh, you're still- I'm at you, Willie. <laughs> How about you, Jake? I noticed that the ch- the chin hair still yeah, there. Yeah, it's coming. In. I'm happy. I'm gonna shave this after we get after we get done this morning. I'm gonna shave it off. No, 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 no don't. Looks good. Oh, you need no, to no. I'm gonna keep. Cure. I'm gonna keep the mustache, but I'm getting rid of all of this. This, okay. this stuff. Willie, before you do that, I want you to Google Maynard G. Krebs. <laughs> oh, See if you can find Maynard some Dobie Gillis on YouTube. Oh my goodness. Um, Maynard G. Krebs, of course, uh, the actor would go on to become uh, the great Gilligan on Gilligan. They might have Island. to be kinescopes. Oh, okay. I don't know if they're yeah, on YouTube. I think they'll be black and white. <laughs> oh, they'll be black and white, certainly. That was a, a 50s era uh, uh, facial hair thing. I mean, if you watch television from that era, nobody had a beard. Nobody. Maybe, and there was there were no bald dudes either, for the most part. I mean, with the shaved head thing going. Hmm. But I think it's, it's kind of nice. It accentuates, it, 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 it indicates that you actually have a chin. Well, yeah, I'm just finding that I don't have, I don't actually have the ability to grow facial hair yet. It just doesn't come in in this area. Too many islands. So yeah, I'm going I'm to get rid of it. I think it looks cool. Well, uh, it accentuates that you might actually have a chin. Yeah, said yeah, his, his own son. His own son. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. So I don't know if you heard the story. Some poor guy. I, I didn't see this one, Christy. Where did oh, this yeah. take place? Uh, in China. Guy had it, and there's a video. I sent of, it to you on okay. your email. Wait, and I'm so also this gonna is put it up on uh, Twitter right now. Somebody sat on a fish. Well, that's well, what he claimed. He clearly told the uh, intake nurse. That sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. Yeah, they all. Right. That's the thing. A, f- a friend of mine uh, that worked at the hospital. He said every time someone, some guy would come in Saturday night, <laughs> four a.m. and he'd have a shot glass up himself, and it was always, <laughs> oh, I just was, uh, I was making some drinks and I slipped. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not going to shove a. Shove a fish somewhere on a Tuesday night. You save yeah. that for the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, remember that old jingle? Us. Weekends were made for fish sodomy or flounder. On a scale of one to ten, how bad does it hurt? Uh, scale. Scale. Oh, no. Scale. Did, you, did you get the, uh, the curious young boy in China put 20 magnetic balls yes, up his we, penis on Friday? Did we talk about that? We have done that story. Yeah. No, this was like last... A couple days ago. Really? Okay. Well, well we I, I'm not kidding. We did that. We did a story like that. About yeah. Well, it's a thing that some people get obsessed with. The weirdest one we have. They have see? a. They have an ultrasound of it. Yeah. Boy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one from today. Yeah, we have one today. The guy put a what was it? Phone a f- charger. Yeah. Read that one, Christy. Doctors in India discovered a phone charger in the bladder of a man who complained of a stomach ache. Oh, sick. Doctor Walilun Islam said the 30 year old patient reported Hi, severe everybody. abdominal hey, pain. And told us that he consumed a headphone cable by mistake. Doctors operating on the patient failed to find anything in his gastrointestinal tract. And a subsequent x-ray revealed that the cable was actually in the man's bladder. So it had to have gone up through his urethra? Lovely. Uh, Islam said he repeatedly told us he consumed it through his mouth, but... He had inserted the mobile charger cable through his penis for sexual gratification. The surgeon added, we never imagined... I hope it was a relatively contemporary phone because, you know, some of those older ones <laughs> had well, that converter in the end the size of a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> we never imagined an adult would lie about such a thing. The cable has since been removed and the patient's recovering. These were his headphones? 
Just the, it was the charger cable. Oh, okay. What is the deal? And now we're getting unbelievably clear pictures of this stuff in people's yeah, bodies. That's, yeah, look that's at that. the charger cable. That's that's it. in his bladder. Yeah. And the doctor said he had to jam it up. There's no other oh. way for it to get into his bladder. Is he trying to turn his penis into an electric eel? I don't. I think people that. they're just they've been home for three months and he's already watched <laughs> Tiger King. So yeah, he's like, right. you know what else can I do? Well, I'm out of stuff. I read yeah. about a guy who put one earbud up into his urethra. He got mono. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's a pretty good little joke. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank heard you. that this guy, this guy who had this, and, and Christy, this so what? this cord is. I don't have the X-ray here. Yeah, I have it. it Jake it just showed it to you, didn't he? That's yeah. the same one. Okay, yeah. so this yeah. guy's got the entire the cord one. of yeah. a right. It's, it's not the charger or the phone. It's just the cord. <laughs> it's just the cord. Sick. Wow. And it looks How could like that feel good. Well, the thing is, this guy had to drive. He had to drive himself. To the hospital, he couldn't call for an ambulance because his phone was dead. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, the irony. Uh-huh. He couldn't charge it because he... Cause my, my charger's in my, up my wang. Oh. You think if, you're, if, you're, if your member is small enough, if you take your... And I can't say this. I can't even say the words that I want to say. If you, could you charge a phone... With your penis, if a cord is in it, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, no, Willie, because the other end's not charged to anything. Right. You have a USB. Exactly. Human body. Have, unless you have a USB in your body. I don't know. The human body is capable of a lot of special things. Oh. They think that well, that's true. And don't forget, the anus is a vacuum. Oh. That means if you put something in there, it... Sucks it right up in there. Yeah. So is this is this a forgive me for I don't is this a masturbatory is that the word yes uh-huh. ritual yes no, so they use when, it when, let me ask you this when they he, use it when they play with themselves when he reaches the uh, climatic moment of this particular event does he pull it out no does he say urethra eureka right right. Yeah, that's not at all what he said. Oh, a chick has found... Oh, there it is in the surgical tray. It's been removed from his body. Boy, that's something. Does it have the, does it have the USB thing on the end? It's got it the UTI. Like, hey. yeah, looks like he, he cut something off one end of it. It does. Or maybe they did get it out. I don't know. Chick, go to your um, Twitter account because Jeff has put up the fish. Show Tom the fish oh, that came no. out of the guy's rectum. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't do it because obviously I can't turn yes, it fish. You it, know what? What is what is wrong? There's the fish, but uh, after it comes out of his rectum, I I I find in myself saying, "Well, that's not so bad." <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> That's rough. Right. I, I like the f- poor before picture the of the fish. Yeah. Who's fine? He's yeah. fine right there. The after does look like a fish that's been in a rectum for a while. It sure does. Now, if you're going to do that, covered in brownie. I wish they would have got the picture of the guy holding the fish by the mouth. Oh, yeah. Extra tape measure to show how long that's it was. Right. Can't check this out. Put it up my butt. <laughs> Standing on a dock like Hemingway. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. They call me Marlin. <laughs> Weighed four pounds. Now, do you name, if you're going to do that, do you name the fish? Before oh, you. Boy. Uh, I don't think so. Moby ass. Shove, shoving Nemo. <laughs> so, aren't you glad when you woke up this morning, this wasn't the compulsion you were dealing with? Yes. Yeah. It's one of the things. I mean, there's, sure, there's a lot of bad things happening in the world right now, but at least you didn't wake up going, yeah, I got to go fishing. I got to get something to cram up my keister this afternoon. How would you like to be the guy who's like has been caught by his wife and he goes, uh, honey, I'm going to run to the fish store, get some shrimp. And she goes... Honey, <laughs> uh, what what are you doing now? Hey, sir, why'd you jam the fish up your butt? 
Well, I had to get the crawdad out. <laughs> I ate the fly. I think she'll die. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, man, that, that is disgusting. So, uh, my son Willie joins us from Chicago. Um, did you get some uh, fresh air this weekend? Yeah, a little bit. You know, hanging out, getting a little a little sunburn on the balcony. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, "Yeah, I opened the, the old balcony." <laughs> now, as I recall, um, you're on what floor? Third floor. Yeah, third floor. And you've taken my advice. You're no longer getting in the elevator. No, absolutely not. I would never take the elevator. Just, Who would do that? That's Who cor- would take that's, an elevator that's three That's coronavirus floors? heaven. That's where it lives, an elevator. Sure, yeah. Vegas is only allowing four people on the elevator at a time. Well, I mean, there's one four coughs while they're in there. It'll, uh, now, uh, <laughs> Willie, uh, it's my understanding that you only get sun through your window for an hour and a half a morning. Is that the deal? Yeah. No, no the sun, it's, it's bright in here from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., but I only have direct sunlight so I could like get a get a get a sunburn, get a little tan, you know, a little mirror, Tony uh-huh. Soprano style. I can only tan for about an hour and a half. That's when the sunlight I hits. I see. Well, now, did you have a quiz for us today? I do. If you guys want to play a quiz, I, we finally have another quiz. I keep plugging them. I never get to do them. Well, let's uh, so let's today, decide. Let's decide what we let's hear. What what's we're, the category? <laughs> so the category today, um, it's kind of a potpourri one. It's uh, three questions, three answers, multiple choice. Okay. And it is Re- uh, Reno 911's Thomas Lennon, John Lennon, or Clean Lennon's parentheses candle. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Right. Well, right. We have time. We have, let's, 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 let's take yeah. the quiz. I love Thomas Lennon. He's a great actor. Love him. Yeah, yeah he's incredible. So um, question one, pretty hard. This musician was in a band called The Beatles. <laughs> uh-huh. Pat, you want to take that one? Uh, Thomas Lennon? No, no. Oh, no. What an idiot. It's John Lennon. Of course, thank you. <laughs> Get the mental picture. You're in a sunny beach, getting ready to go back to real life. Won't it be yes. nice when we get to go back to normal? Start thinking about your summertime on-the-go beverages. That's where Crazy Cock Wine comes in. This I got, is the, our- I got the Crazy Crazy Cock Wine right in back of me here. Yeah. And it's very easy to take with you because it's in a can and it's wonderful. It's our favorite premium wine. They have this. a dry rosé, dry white, a dry red blend. Crazy Cock makes it sparkling. He continued it's sparkling, sparkling white. white and sparkling rosé. Perfect for those warm sunny days. It's made by the Gibson Wine Company, you know. They've been making quality wine in California vineyards for 80 years. By the way, Crazy Cock originally designed for South Carolina Gamecock football. How about that? There you go. Hence Hence the name. And now it's available to everybody. If you can't find it in the store, go online to crazycockwine.com and make an order. Then tell your local retailer, the Bob and Tom Show, insists, they say, stock Crazy Cock Wine. Okay, thank you very much. Crazy Cock Wine, new to the Bob and Tom Show. We certainly appreciate it. Ask for it by name. Just wait till you hear what we have next. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Here's some extra. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Chick, you had a story about a 10-foot great white shark killing a surfer in Australia. Mm-hmm. The one story I, just, I don't want to talk about I just anymore. Googled that. Josh, yes. would, you, would you mind standing up and coming over here <laughs> for just a Did you see the video of that? I just saw yeah. the video, Josh. It's unbelievable. This is a large, this is a boat. Yeah. That's the shark. Yeah. It's gigantic. I'm going to need a bigger boat. I think 10 feet may be a little low. That's really, there's an aerial shot from above and you see the... Uh, like a sea dew with a little trailer mm-hmm. on it, and then there's they're the trying shark to corral the shark too. Can you imagine doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's>, <laughs> you don't want you don't want to run out of gas no. in Absolutely your sea dew. You got to get a rope around him first, uh, and then in any event, the, the <laughs> of course, uh, rodeo style. The surfer did not uh, survive the uh, chunk of uh, uh-huh. flesh eaten by the shark. So <clears throat> anyway, kind of kind of a grim story. 
Really takes the okay. uh, takes the fun out of this yeah. little ditty. Uh, why'd you bring so it up? So that naturally sets it up for this. <laughs> you know how you this go. This guy's on... dead. Do, 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 do. Okay. You know how you go on Twitter and they recommend. Well, he, you know he died. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> Screaming in terror. Try one more time, chick. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in terror. Oh, he was Blade, a big fan bleeding, of that. Bleeding all over them. Oh my goodness, he loved the ocean. I read the story. Uh, <laughs> so he was a. He wanted to be there. He was God there. love him. Okay, too bad. Sorry. <laughs> Family. Horses. What do you got? You know how you go on Twitter and they go, "Hey, why don't you follow this person?" Yeah. Hey, my, you might like this person. Right. Well, they uh, suggested. Lenny Dykstra for me on Saturday. Okay. Night. Okay. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. And then I go to Lenny Dykstra, and not only is this his tweet from uh, May 23rd of this year. Yeah. Lenny Dykstra's tweet. Made it to two full arrest-free years. Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. Thank you, Nails Nation. Lenny Dykstra's nickname, Nails, so he calls his fans Nails Nation. He's he's the guy that had all the car washes. Couldn't right? have done it without you. That's and he, right. And then he had a what kind of a financial issue of some sort. And I find out the big news. He follows me on Twitter. Oh really? That's I don't great. know what the hell for, but he does. So oh, I started, how cool! I started following Lenny Dykstra. There you go. That and was, you're that and was you're the big news and you're felony free, right? I'm well. There's there are a couple things pending, but still I'm optimistic. Let's not split hairs here. <laughs> you, you're felony free. And time now for. Today in sports history. I'm all ears. On this date in 1969. Yes. It was Mickey Mantle Day in front of 60,000 people at Yankee Stadium. Wow. He had announced his retirement three months earlier because of that stupid sprinkler at some stadium. I forget. Remember? He tripped over the the sprinkler. His knee was never the same. Hmm. On this date in... um, Was he sober? When he tripped over them. Yeah. What about when he appeared for Mickey Mantle Day? I know. I think the correct <sighs> answer is neither. <laughs> so the today in history is that it was Mickey Mantle Day. Today in history is Mickey Mantle Day. Also, former did he get any hits? Oh God! Former All-Pro defensive end Mark Gastineau, he'd already announced his retirement, made a successful boxing debut against pro wrestler Derek Dukes. Remember this, Gastineau. Big, the big uh, I mullet. I remember Mark Gastineau. The but... big, yeah, like Pat, the big mullet. Mm-hmm. That's right. He made his uh, boxing debut against a gentleman named Derek Dukes. He need, Gastineau needed only 12 seconds to knock out Dukes. Hmm. I guess Dukes didn't put up his... <laughs> yeah, he put up Dukes. nothing, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ex- that's the expression, Josh. Uh-huh. Yeah, they call him... Yeah. They put up your Dukes. <laughs> they call him Dukes, ironically. <laughs> No, no, you have to lift up your arms, Derek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know Sorry. what? That's, that's today. That's today in sports history. I, I enjoyed thought, it very much. I thought I you'd enjoy the Mickey Mantle a little. little I, more. I did. It said no, no, nothing no, happened. It's fine. It's fine. Well, he gave his retirement speech. What do you want to happen? Today, today. I, I, I like a Miller Lite light. I'm going to make a broad very lucky, lucky, lucky. <laughs> 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 Loved his women and his booze. And, uh, he, he certainly did. Remember the famous Mickey Mantle story? Nope. From Jim Bouton. He, he was incre- I don't know in, who incredibly, that is. incredibly hungover, and he gets up there and hits a home run. And he, oh, that's something. Bouton says, right. How did you do that? And he goes, Well, I saw three balls coming at me, and I aimed for the middle. <laughs> <laughs> something to that effect. Oh, man. That's something to that effect. What a treasure he was. He they say he would have been the greatest player of all time if he'd 
hadn't been such a drunk. Who, Jim Bowden? No, no, no. Mickey Mantle? Mickey Mantle. Oh. You ready, Josh? I am. I am. Dame Judy Dench. Yes? Yeah. Has set the Guinness World Record for being the oldest Vogue cover model. Oh, how about that? Oh, nice. This is a this is a nice thing to recognize. Mm-hmm. But this is where we are in sports, people. <laughs> she was quite a sportsman. The award-winning actress earned the title following the publication of British Vogue's June 2020 issue. How old is she? Dame Judy Dench, who is 85 and oh, 150 80. days old, wow. and and is quite the presence on TikTok with her grandson. Is she really? You'll see this kid doing something <laughs> funny, and then it's. Judy Dench, for some reason. Well, that's funny. Scowling cool. at him. Scowling at him. <laughs> uh, she surpa- surpassed the record previously held by Jane Fonda, also well-known. Uh, uh, you know. uh, Jane was 81 when she appeared on the magazine's cover in September of 19. Uh, this is not Judy Dench's first Guinness World Record, of course. She also holds the titles for... Most Lawrence Olivier Award nominations by an individual with nine. Huh. Most awards by an individual with eight. The most. (laughs) Have you you ever read this before? The most Lawrence Olivier. Are you familiar with prose? The most Uh, Lawrence Olivier Awards. Oh, we get this. We get it. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I don't know why. I just kept going on and on and on about Lawrence Olivier. All I can say is I just hope David Rush looks this good at 86. (laughs) Do you think he'll make the cover of Vogue? Uh, He's on. (laughs) David Rush is on America's Got Talent, right? The. Tomorrow, is that it? This week sometime, you know, I can't remember. I saw the preview over the weekend. blasted out of there. He's, of course, our favorite world record holder. <laughs> he has more than 100. And then Howie will save him, I bet. Of course, I know you're waiting for Betty. Howie deserve each other. Yeah, uh, right. You're waiting for Betty White to show up in Penthouse. Me? Uh, yeah, I'd take a gander. Why sure. not? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute. No, you guys wouldn't look at a naked Betty White. I guess I would. I would, too. Okay. More, I mean, it wouldn't be for sexual reasons. It'd be more for salvational. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, just, do, let's not lose sight of science here, okay? Yeah. Now, did you see that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was uh, voted hottest Supreme Court justice for the 24th year in a row? Wow. Oh, really? All right. Elena, Elena Kagan is rapidly becoming the Susan Lucci of Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Poor thing. Sure yeah. That's a shame. Kagan, Kagan, they call her. RBG. She's Amazing woman. Somewhere. What's the? Uh, give me a Judy Dench movie. What? Uh, well, she's in the Bond movie. She plays a queen. Oh, that's a lot. right. Yeah, she, yeah. Plays she plays a Q. Uh, Q. Or M. M. Sorry. Q. That's right. M. I, I thought she was B. M. Um, or C. Isn't she C? <laughs> she plays C in the Bond movie. Yeah, that's right. C. She's a big you know C. Her husband it. is. <laughs> he gets oh, to get her all hot. He's a he's a dench warmer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. I don't, even, know where that, I don't even know what that means. Even I, in the most abstract world of puns, that's barely. <laughs> <laughs> see, her husband gets her hot. So you know, she has, new, she has a new oh, line we, of uh, false teeth. She does. Yeah, yeah. dentures. <laughs> No, no, nothing. No, no, no. There's nothing there. as good as dench warmer. No, no. How no. dare you follow dench warmer? It is bad, but it is just as good as dench warmer. Yep. No, because no, it sounds too close, like dentures. That's the. F- <laughs> <laughs> I he's gonna curse. And that is a great tag. You're darn right. Oh, There's not enough difference. You're right. You're right. Now, Pat, you got your guitar out? I don't it's right I here. You got anything under 60 seconds? <laughs> 60 seconds. Tom, would you, you got get... any Dame Judy Dench? How about... Would you get dentures? 
I mean, the kind where you have to take them out and put them in a glass and then put them in the next I, morning. If I needed a moment, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would. How about Judy is a dame? <laughs> oh, 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 but, no, Judy uh, is a dance. Da, da, how, uh, what you are. I love the song Judy in Disguise. Me of too. Of course you do, because it's 90 With years glasses. old. Why wouldn't you? No, it's just a great song. Great songs age well, Chuck. No, No, they don't. Judy is a dame. <laughs> That's what she is. That's it. That's yep. What? Just goofing around here. On the cover of Vogue. On the cover of Vogue. Josh thinks a scholar <laughs> is called a rogue. <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah, sixty seconds. What do you? That was about ten. We'll work on it, will you? I owe you fifty. Dentures. No. All right. <laughs> so, so you're, you're listening to a little extra. Bob and Tom Extra.